Everybody, it's the biggest, longest Cyberwatch ever. Is Cyberpunk 2077 a real game? What's in it? And most of all, when will we get to play it? We got release date speculations, because everyone's Google searching that. Uh, join us, see Cyberpunks, for a deep dive into what might be considered the biggest RPG ever on the cybernetically enhanced bowl of dude soup. Thank you, and stay tuned. There it is. There it is, the intro. I wonder if they can hear us. I always wonder if they can hear us. Uh, I think so. Yeah, if I'm more thought, you need to like say Okay. <laughs> Why are we so I mean, that would be a lot of that'd be a lot of switching too much. Make it. I don't watch it. Oh, yeah. On a mask, yes. This episode is brought to you by three sponsors. We got Burrow Movement and Blue Apron. Burrow sells customized luxury couches over the internet. You go customize your own Burrow and get seventy-five dollars off your order by going to burrow.com/dude and get fifteen percent off your movement order today with free shipping and free returns at movement.com/dudesoup. And you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash soup. Thank you, sponsors. Hear more from them later. All right, it's it's time for the biggest cyber watch ever. <laughs> this is what Lawrence had been waiting for I, for I know. months. To, to, no. To, he's, Years. He's, no. He's justified, though. I'm waiting in play, to play the game, to be the game. <laughs> this <laughs> is just talking about the game. This will never be enough. Thank you, Omar. You're oh, gonna, yeah. <laughs> playing the cyber yeah. watch better. Definitely get that. Keep that button warm. You're gonna have to hit that a lot, man. Like a lot. We're doing. Please get some more actual work done. <laughs> All right, everyone, uh, lavish your attention and your praise upon me because I sat. Why upon you? Yeah, why praise? You didn't do too. anything. I sat in an auditorium for an hour. It's like an ambassador. With how many other people? Like 50, and watched a dude play a video game. So I'm a hero. <laughs> And you all now treat me as such. Thank you. <laughs> you did it. I did it. Um, we fell right. asleep in the Witcher 3 one. That's not our fault. No, we were jet lagged. This is jet lagged. We were jet lagged. And, and Chris Roberts put us to bed before that. He's <laughs> like, we're going to be distributing nice, warm Witcher blankets to promote the game. <laughs> they also gave us a little corner spot where we could put our head against the wall. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's so dark. It looked cold. good. We're like, this is really cool. It was really nice. Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, I know you didn't fall asleep in the cyberpunk one. No, absolutely not. I was wrapped. Okay. And also, like, just crammed in. It was the last demo of E3, so I think a lot of people are pulling strings to get in there. Yeah. It was a packed house, wall to wall. Um, but first of all, considering that that we have to title the, the podcast a certain way to get people to click on it, um, speculation about release date. Uh, so Twenty thirty-five <sighs> could be. No. Um, we always. Make oh, this are we all just speculating? If you want, um, you you can all throw out your stuff. Basically, having seen the game and with my own my own. Uh, Game, gaming mind, human eyes, laser focused upon it. <laughs> I, I have a guess based on how CD Projekt goes and how long they take to make games like this and what? stuff like that. No. So I would, put, I'm going to say, I'm going to put my well, chips on. Well, you should say last. Okay, okay. Right. the most He's information. The yeah. We're wildly speculating. Yeah. All right, it's more fun. Wild speculation. Also, it buys us more watch time on YouTube. You got yeah. to drag it out. That's Keep no watching. Yeah. All right. Uh, what, what, uh, what, what was the board game called? Was it Cyberpunk 2020 or 2030? It was pen and paper, but it was 2020, I believe. I think that's when it's coming out. I think you're probably right. I'm, I'm that's almost positive. There are going to be like... It's a good guess. Th- th- one, one, they're like, we're going to... It'll be done when it's done. But then also, as a little nod, as they say in the movie details community, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it will come out in 2020. You know like, but end of the year. Like, yeah. You know what shareholders yeah. love most? Easter eggs. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go way earlier than that. I'm going to go... Uh, holiday 2019. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that'd be amazing. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They should. I mean, like James is right. They should push 
this as fast as they possibly can because they've got a lot of hype around it right now. They're gonna they're just gonna show it at one more E3 and then it's gonna come out. Oh my gosh, it'd be amazing. It's gonna get delayed. Witcher got delayed a bunch, right? I don't remember. I thought it got delayed at least yeah. once or twice. Here, here's see. a twist. It's gonna come out and people are gonna say, this is not a complete game. This is not full. And then they're gonna ra really quick rally and say, well, there's more coming. We're working on the DLC. Mm. Wow, that'd be amazing. I would love to I would love to see that in 2019. I thought for sure it'd be like 2020 or 2021. But you know, you guys know me on this channel. I'm kind of an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> it was delayed, you're right. Yeah. Uh, from Witcher 3 was delayed from Q4 2014 to February 2015. Eh. Missed that and yeah, then came out summer 2015. Oh, there you go. So it delayed a year. About about a year. Yeah, yeah I just cool. I just know that dude um, who's kind of hanging out at the booth all day. That he's like the, the grandfather of Cyberpunk. He's the guy who made the game. Um, I forget the guy's name. He's just a cool I guy. Know you're talking about. He looks he looks super cool in all Parsible. the photos. His name's Parsable. <laughs> he uh, he said he put out like a tweet. He's like, listen, I've been waiting 30 years for this game to come out. You guys can wait oh, yeah. a few more. So Mike it's like, Pondsmith. Yeah, Mike yeah. Pondsmith. That's it. All right, Lawrence. Yeah. The smartest of us all. Tell us when the game is coming out. Um, I think Adam's completely right. Uh, based on based on the state that I saw the game, it was pre-alpha right now, but yeah, I want to say summer 2020 sounds right to me. Not, I didn't even think about it being based on Cyberpunk 2020. That makes sense. Was oh, it all just player models floating around? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's well well beyond that. Dep like game game demos can be deceiving, and I was trying to keep an eye out for that. How much of this looks like it's rigidly scripted? How much are they cheating? Uh, and I guess we can get into it. Well, wait. So I'm proud of us all. For not making the 2077 release date joke. Ah. I really appreciate that it, nobody made that it joke. Is, yeah, great will, job, guys. Wait, I will say, though, it is scary how close we're getting to that year. Yeah, yeah, no. I look at it like, it's my fifth Are you going to be alive in 2077? I've been thinking about that a lot, and I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then, there's the answer. <laughs> Doctor? I know. <laughs> I think I'll be alive. All right, okay, well, you're going to be alive. Your then. heart's failing. Yeah. He's about to write the prescription. Whatever. Sure, whatever. I, yeah. <laughs> slap it out of his hand. I got video games to play. <laughs> I thought about it. I'm gonna live. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Sure. So wait, wait the here's basically how this is gonna work. I'll just I'll lightly narrate things, and to you, the audience, and to you guys sitting at this table, I'm sure you've already heard accounts of this demo multiple times, especially if you're a fan. So I don't want this to be another retread of the same ideas and the same facts. I'll just rattle through the like bits and pieces of the demo, and then. If I'm going to spend a lot of time on anything, it'll just be what I read between the lines or what you guys ask. Sure. Also, if you're in the chat right now, if you're a first member, feel free to ask questions, and I'll source from there as well. Uh, so hopefully, in between all of that, there will be new information contained within that you haven't heard yet. Or if you just want to spend more vicarious time with Cyberpunk, the, the ghost of a game, this is how to do it, too. <laughs> all right, so presentation opened with the character creator. You play V, uh, male or female. Wait, did you create a character? Uh, no, they they basically went through some screens that were kind of a hybrid between what looked like rigid mock-ups of character creation and and had some interactivity. Got it. Mm. Um, some of the beats from character creation, you can be male or female. Uh, you assign stats, but there's no like explicit classes. Those come based on how you play. Uh, so whatever skills you put in, whatever cyber upgrades you get, basically dictate your 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 Cybernetic abilities. Cybernetic implants, Lawrence. Augments. Yes, right. Augments. Augs. <laughs> Oh, 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 that's cool. No, that's Deus Ex. You gotta, oh, gotta watch it. It actually is. Uh, uh, one of the interesting things I thought, this reminded me a bit of like uh, Dragon Age Origins, was there was a, uh, there's some boxes to sort of just set up the loose backbeats of your character, like what event brought them to Night City, 
Um, some examples are unfinished business, ex-lover in town, something to prove. Just like little snippets of a phrase that sort of flesh out the background of your character. So they're just normal, like a, they're a normal person? They're not like a hero yet? You're a cyberpunk. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it's dumb to say, Anything but Anything is... but normal. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in the world of cyberpunk, uh, to, to broaden it out a bit, there's like no law, there's no real society. It's just a bunch of corporations fighting each other for domination of society. And then like the lower caste that basically just fucks around and there's really no police, because who cares? As long as you don't infringe yeah. on the interests of a corporation, no one gives a fuck if you live or die. That's, that's the vibe I got, where it's like, I, and I kind of, I like that sort of setting, the lawless land, as long as you don't, yeah, piss off, you know, Walmart or whatever, like, you just see cars pulling up, gunning down a bunch of people, and everyone's like, all right, go about it, which is hmm. kind of weird how, in a way, we're heading towards that anyway. We're like, well, Domino's did fill in that pothole, so cool. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Thanks. That's no. a good thing, though. Domino's. I mean, you're right. See? And then, and then you see uh, one of those Domino's delivery vans pull up and then blow someone away. <laughs> but I won't say that. Because they, thing, they said Pizza Hut was cool. <laughs> Which well, side will you be on in the Pizza Wars, Bruce? <laughs> Taco Bell. Always Taco Bell. That's, yeah. that's a Pizza Hut side, by the way. Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. Because in the European version of... Uh, Demolition Man, all the Taco Bells for Pizza Huts. That's right. <laughs> so I guess to your original question, like, who are you and what is your motivation? Yeah. You're just, you're a nobody you're a dude, trying yeah. to make your means in this world of, of lawlessness. So it, Scarface vibes, Grand Theft Auto vibes for sure. Mm -hmm. The trailer right. kind of set it out. It's a city of dreams and I'm a dreamer. It, so you, it's first person though, right? Yes. So I guess seeing your, but you see yourself in a cutscene? You see yourself, uh, I don't, yeah, you see your, part of yourself in dialogue. There's like the okay. two camera shots. And then uh, you see yourself in your like stat screen and stuff like that. Gotcha. But yeah, you kind of touched on something. There are people who are very mad that they can't switch between first and third person. I think because they want to see their avatars. And... It's also the guys who made Witcher, which the whole game is in third person. So you, I just assumed you would want to see your cool character. Well, it's a first person shooter though, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of gunplay. I, I so the the argument over that, the upset over that, I kind of understand, and I think it stems from a fear that if it's first person, you all of a sudden have less access to some of that world. Hmm. Third person games generally are games about access. You can get in everything, you can touch everything, you can go anywhere yeah. and do stuff like that. Where first person just have a tendency to be more linear um, and stuff like that. So it's like, maybe you'll answer in the demo, but like that sweet ass car from the trailer, can you drive it? Yeah, that's your car. Okay, and you just drive it? Yeah. Just you you free person. drive it around the entire city in first person or third person. Oh, thank God. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so driving can be both. Yeah, yeah. When you're on your feet, it's all first person. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think those are the concerns that people have. Sure. That they're like, I'm going to get all this cool shit, but it's just going to take me through this world yeah. as opposed to me being able to exist in it like I would exist in hmm. uh, San Andreas or something. Did, did anybody ask the question, can you switch to third person while, while like in first person you in, can. The, in the demo? Did they say you just can't do it? Yeah, it's it's not in the game spec. Like you're not going to be able to do that. And they they said that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean not explicitly, I but they they said Maybe. it's going to be a first person game multiple times. Interesting. Because the reason I asked is because of like Skyrim. So Skyrim's mm -hmm. first person basically most people most of the time you're in first person. You can switch to third person in Skyrim, right? Yeah. Yeah. But nobody ever does. It's very it's very rare that that happens. I think it's nice that, like if you ever want to like look at your character and do a pan around and be like, oh yeah, I earned that armor. I want to at least see it instead of just in your gauntlets or. Well, they have a photo mode or something. Well, and that's that's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm wondering is that like eventually they're on the way to like building that in. I don't know that they. I think someone will mod it. My fear is that it would just look like Mirror's Edge in third person. You ever see that where like her arms are doing yeah. this and stuff? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be Chicken Man or Woman. Uh, I'll speak from my my personal opinion. I thought it was cool that it was first person. 
Because like The Witcher immediately, like James said, it like turns me off to it because I'm like, oh great, hundreds of hours of gameplay and I can go anywhere and do anything. I'll never play this game. Scary. Um, yeah, like I'm, I don't have the hours to put in. And I know not everybody's like me, but at the same time, when I saw that it was first person, I was like, cool. This sounds like something I could maybe just jump into, play a few hours, and then bail. Yeah. Uh, it probably isn't, because it's CD Projekt Red, so it's probably got thousands of hours of gameplay. It's like based on a tabletop yeah. pen and paper but it, game. But so. it feels to me like it's maybe more accessible for me, who, somebody who likes first person. I think it's also, it's completely up for debate, but there's something that combat sometimes feels cooler in third person. Mm-hmm. Um, like first person shooters are exciting. We know they are. People love to play them. But something about like dodging and like if there's like like yeah. like executions or takedowns, like those things happen in third person mm-hmm. generally. And there are first person games which know they're cool, like Halo, where they'll pull out to third person to show you those takedowns, and you're like, oh, yeah. like that's that's cool too. I don't know. Even Deus Ex. Well, yeah, it has they like, have the, those takedowns. Well, yeah, they, it has takedowns. They, it also has stealth and third. Yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah, you I mean, go to cover the camera, switches out. Cover, mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's why I'm like, I'm wondering. I trust. I mean, I trust them to know oh, what yeah. is best for the game that they're making. Mm-hmm. But I do understand why people are like, but does this mean I'm not going to get this already cool thing that I've imagined for this game that has basically been mystified? Yeah. There Legend. are uh, there are combat mechanics that play really well in first person. Um, like what? Well. Uh, I, I guess I don't have to run through it chronologically. Wall runs. Uh, there are wall runs. <laughs> what? Oh. Where is There's a cybernetic implants. I, I didn't think there'd actually be wall. I yeah. thought it would just be straight. You, cyber- you got cybernetic legs. You do whatever you want. I I, I didn't think there was we, any. We I played Blade Net. Remember, remember we better, played Blade Net? There's, there's wall right. runs, and you can get what? the blade arms blade from the trailer. Uh-huh. You can wall run, stick into the wall, perch, and then drop on someone and just like carve them up. That's fucking awesome. I guess we do live in an age with... Can't remember what the name of it is. The t- they, there's two of them, Dishonored. Oh. Mm-hmm. Where you are like that. That could people could argue that should have been a third person that's game, true. Were, but it's first person yeah. mm-hmm. and it's pretty intense. Though I could never get into the combat. But it was, I, I it was know cool it's, watching other yeah. watching people have played the game. I, yeah. that yeah. were good at it. Yeah, like teleporting, stabbing somebody. I knew it was, it was a, a gun, problem with me. Yeah, yeah. shoot a bolt in the air and then it <laughs> hits their head. Oh, it was so cool. There's 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 some cool shit in Cyberpunk. Uh, so here, I'll, I'll get back into it. All right. Yeah. So you roll your character. You are you're just some some nameless asshole. V in Night City, which is in the free state of Northern California. Uh, I guess they've separated from the United States, whatever. Just like real world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, six districts in the city. The city center. The corporate dystopia Watson, luxurious Westbrook. I mean, it, it does seem like it's kind of broken out like Grand Theft Auto. Um, scene opens. You, you just have like a, a shit job. Uh, there are gangs that like abduct people and harvest their implants and sell them on the black market. Um, one of those people actually had like a, a medical contract out on themselves. So if you ever get fucked with, this corporation will come in, like shoot everyone and save you, mm. except that their transponder is mm. being blocked by a virus. Like this, it's all very 80s sci-fi. So you as just some asshole with a gun, they're like, whatever, here's 50 credits, go in and save them. So you go in and, and you, uh, you shoot up just a bunch of gang members, uh, and that's like the first combat they showed. You take a hit, hit off an inhaler that like gives you temporary uh, stat boost and temporary abilities. And that was manifested in like these slow motion quick dodges. So if someone is shooting at you, you'd be like whoosh, and then you'd see all the bullets kind of like fly by. And then you could like shoot some bullets and queue them up on people, and then when time restored, they'd all hit. And oh, your analogy of Dishonored sounds even more appropriate. Now. Mm-hmm. I think Dishonored is is a pretty good, um, pretty good relationship, I except with I, like fully automatic. That's guns. steampunk, and this is cyberpunk. It's just punk punk. Punky punk punk. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, a punk. So you kill all the stupid gang members. Uh, you go in with a buddy who's like this, this like Hispanic dude with a samurai cut. You actually see him in the trailer. 
And speaking of, there actually is a lot of things in the trailer that were in the gameplay demo. That trailer has a lot of different it's, scenes. It's the in dude it. sitting on the bench holding the gun. Yes, okay. and also the guy, same dude who is here. Let me pull it up. What about same, the robo assassins in the back of that cab? That, that, they didn't show. Oh, up. That, that was so cool. Well, there's the thing that I know. Oh, oh yeah, Snatcher. that's the one shot. That's so we're what I know. we're watching a gameplay of uh, Snatcher in the background because it is also cyberpunk. So let me see here. Let me see if I can scrub through and find it. Yeah, actually, it would be helpful to have this playing for me because I've only seen it a couple of times. Oh, um, really? I'm, yeah, I'm just. I was, well, he's not you, Lawrence. <laughs> I, it's just so shocking. I, I, yeah, I'd like to okay, watch so this while it's playing. This scene right here is actually a different. It's like a variant of what happened in the demo. Uh, so yeah, there's a skyrise. This, that is the medical corp, mm -hmm. uh, and they just fucking open fire. And this is the dude you go in with. Uh, his name is Jackie. So. In the, in the version that they played in the game, you go in, you shoot all the gang members, you extract the person who, oh yeah, I'll just hear it. Let me put it a loop it. Uh, you go in, you extract the person who had the contract out. Uh, there was like a virus blocking their transponder. You unblock it, so the mm. corporation's like, okay, we found them, let's come and get them. You have to like pull this girl out of a bathtub full of ice and carry her out to a window so the flying car can actually pick her up. And the whole while there's this like gross titty in view, which is like awesome because it's gross a great. Gross titty? Well, it's. Euphemism. <laughs> Sounds like an oxymoron. No. That's, I think they open with that to kind of show how everyone is meat in this universe. Got it. Like, there is no sexuality. Nudity is nudity. We're all just gross. Wasn't that their, that thing they said? They said there's nudity in the game, but it's for an important reason or something like that. Yeah. That was like their, I don't know. It was dehumanizing. get boners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were, there were a number of moments in the demo that sort of are really good tone setters, and that was a good one. Uh, so you carry her out to the ledge. This, uh, this medical corpse sweeps in. They, like, staple this defibrillator to her. And yank her away. They show that in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. yeah, they do. That's yeah. That's from that too. It's yeah. crazy because yeah, there there are a number of scenes in this that are that dude is your your there like you yeah. a number one homie. Yeah. There's a number of scenes in this that come from the gameplay demo or are different versions of what happened in the gameplay demo, which is weird. Uh, yeah. Now that's that, so that's cool. just cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you uh, you successfully complete your your mission, and that goes in, and then your character V goes on like a three day fuck drink bender basically with with her cash. Because uh, they, they chose to play as female in the demo. Mm -hmm. uh, it, like, it goes to black, it comes up, and she's like kicking some dude out of her apartment. Um, and then Jackie contacts you saying, like, hey, I got a, I got a lead on like, a good fixer. Fixers are people who just like, fix problems. Mm -hmm. So they offer contracts out to their stable of mercenaries. If you have a problem you want fixed, you go to a fixer, they hire people to do it for you, and those people go out and get shot and get killed just because they want some money. All right, so... Uh, yeah, so you, you, you're in your cyber apartment, they poke around there for a bit, they play some music, they like buy a soda from like the vending machine in the wall. Uh, you put on your, your cool cyberpunk jacket, which gives you street cred, which is one of the stats in the game. Huh. Uh, the gear you put on makes you look cooler, and the cooler you look, you get more access to like uh, vendors, different missions. If you just look legit in the streets, that's part of the game. I'm not, I'm not okay with how much this reinforces Lawrence's twisted worldview. <laughs> A lot, apparently, <laughs> yeah, the entire Guys, thing. Guys, long leather jackets are cool. Yeah. <laughs> they open doors for you. Yeah, see the stats. You guys, you just, I, I knew where the world was heading. Mm -hmm. You well, wouldn't listen to me. You knew where the, you video, read a book. the video game world <laughs> was headed. <laughs> this is where the world's heading. I'm going to get a cool jacket with a lot of blinky lights on it. See, he says cool, but it's actually just a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was mostly the demo, it was just the one mission? No, oh, okay. that was the intro. Fuck. So you go outside. This is like, we're like five minutes in, by the way. <laughs> so you walk outside, um, and this is, this is when they start talking about the, basically the world of the game. You're mm -hmm. in this like mega structure, which is like from Dread, mm -hmm. uh, nice. and it has its own ecology inside that building. Yeah. Uh, so you walk around, they show, they show some scenes that you see in the, in the trailer. 
there's that dude like boxing the the cyborg. Mm -hmm. That's just a thing you walk by. There's a lot of different like street vendors, people playing basketball, uh, cyber life happening. Uh, it's kind of cool. It just it's just like the the resolution of the world is really high and it's very dense with stuff. And that's when it's like, man, there's just there's like soda ads and like noodle stuff, and each one of them is unique and very well done. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those things where, in a game of that scope, I was curious if they'd been putting in the man hours to actually flesh it out with all the assets you need. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they are. Um, well, it's, it's like what GTA does. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that's what that's what this looks like to me. The more and more that I hear people describe it is because the trailer. I was like, when I watched the trailer, I was like, cool cinematics. That's mm -hmm. neat. What does the game look like? It, it sounds like the game is close to the trailer. Is that true? As far as I can tell, the yeah. more that I because the more that I watch this, the more I'm like, this is if well, this when is it, a video game. When it said game engine footage, yeah. I went, All right, that's a brave that's a brave claim. It, is. Well, it reminded me of the trailers for GTA games. Yes, yeah. Where it's yeah. like like there's no way it's gonna feel that way, and you play it, and it's pretty close. It's close, you know, and the yeah. world is pretty much spot on. Yep. Like yeah. no, it's it's totally true. Well, um, it's it's GTA with a stat system. With like the ability to approach missions in different ways, sort of, so sort of hybridizing GTA and Deus Ex, because mm -hmm. GTA it's like go shoot the man and you have to go shoot him. You get to choose like what gun and sometimes how you do it. Like I'm gonna drive up here, but other times it's just run through the building and shoot everything, right. which isn't bad. It's fun, but this is more like you can bypass or circumvent entire sections of the game by talking to the right people at the right time, doing the right thing. And there is a main mission that starts later, uh, so you walk around the the. You walk around the building, you go downstairs, they had this cool like title thing baked into when you walk outside for the first time, and there's just loads of crowds. And that's like the only graphical glitch that I could find is sometimes two AI would walk through each other, but whatever, man. They're getting there. There were like 50 people walking around at once. Yeah, they're getting there. But yeah, but like, could you whip a gun out at that point? Not that you'd know, but like, and just start shooting down. at people, no. yeah. It's hard to say. Uh, Probably, maybe. Mm. Um, like all the NPCs had little like labels over their head when you looked at them, mm -hmm. to, and it was like slacker or or like Rocker Boy, which is another fucking cyberpunk thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think they, the AI people that they populate in the world, they just describe like an AI behavior to them. And they said there's like a day-night cycle and that the AI also follows the day-night cycle, so. Well, I would assume it's like, I mean, if it's like GTA, they're police. Uh -huh. So as uh -huh. soon as you gun down three or four people. Or corporations. I don't think there's yeah, police. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody's gotta keep you in check, I would imagine, right? No? There's a, there's a if you building kill the wrong that says person, PD. Yeah. In the trailer, it's it's probably corporate PD. Yeah. Um. So if like yeah. if you killed anyone that worked for that corporation, they might come after you. Right. Yeah. But if you just kill anyone, I don't think anyone gives a shit. NCPD. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, NCPD. Uh yeah, I guess uh, it's probably like, city. It's like RoboCop or whatever, where it's like a privatized yeah police force. But I, I just in terms of game mechanics, I imagine that somebody like you can't just gun down fifty people and be like, oh, walk away, you know, like. I'm I'm curious to see their take on it. Yeah. Since they're they're probably. Not in a rush to be like GTA. Yeah. There already is a GTA out there, yeah. but that's true. There's gonna be some comparisons, I'm sure. I am curious because yeah, like your your dude Jackie, your boy. If if you just like try and gun him down, what happens? Right. Uh, do you get a game over? Does it just lock out most of the game? I mean, in Witcher Three, you could kill important NPCs and it would just erase yep. whole quest chains, but you could keep playing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you could prevent the end of the game from happening, but you could kill off a large chunk of it. So yeah, that, that's a good question. I don't know what happens if you just open fire in a crowded city place. I, um, I don't think they know right now. They probably they have an idea, but if the game is still you know one and a half to two years away, yeah, who knows if that's even a thing they're thinking about. They're probably just trying to get the thing done. Oh, uh, Cyparasis in chat. NC stands for Night City, yeah, because uh, that's the name of the city. Right. Because it's cool. Do, do you, do they give a reason why they showed everything during the day? 
Not, uh, not that I have a problem with it. I just know a lot of people who are like cyberpunk and vaporwave types that are like, yeah, it's all oh, night and rain. I want neon. Where's neon? Because Blade Runner and stuff like that. Like I, I thought it was cool they picked daytime because I was like, oh yeah, you typically don't see cyberpunk during the day. Well, it was this. It was this weird combination. Um, so you're right. People people conflate cyberpunk with noir because Blade Runner was noir and cyberpunk, so people think they're the same thing, right. which is fine. Um, but cyberpunk can still happen during the day. I think they showed it during the day because they wanted to get people used to it early, mm-hmm. uh, and also to show that the game has a day-night cycle, uh, which is something that I think will be important um, based on, there might be certain missions where you're like, well, I don't want to go into this part of town at night because this particular gang is going to be roaming around. Um, all right, so you meet with your you meet with your boy. Uh, he's he he's got a connection to a fixer. His name is Dexter Deshawn. Uh, you go to him. It's this dude in a limo with a chromed out robot arm smoking a cigar. You get in, and then the car starts driving around while he's briefing you on what he wants you to do, which is pretty cool. Just like openly driving around the city. He basically wants you to pass a test to become one of his mercenaries, like in his stable. All you have to do is go get a spider bot from this. Uh, from the Psycho Gang. Is that the one they're showing in the trailer? No. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they show the Psycho Gang in the trailer. So the gang is like, they're super into tech and body mods. So they basically, half their face is just metal. And because they're enemies, they glow red. But it was, they're really creepy looking when you eventually get there. So he basically says, hey, pass this test and then I'll start giving you more work. This is the whole like almost GTA aspect of mm-hmm. you start with like shit level jobs and you yep. work your way up the criminal empire or whatever. Gotcha. Uh, so you get out of the car, and that's when they show the open driving. So that's when you drive around that car. They're on freeways and stuff, just going wherever they want. Um, they get attacked by a van full of thugs, and the implication was that you busted into this gang's hideout, shot up a bunch of dudes, so now they're sending other dudes after you while you're just commuting, commuting around in the open world. Uh, so she told Jackie to take the wheel, leaned out of the window, and started shooting while she was driving. Mm-hmm. Like, bodies were falling out. They ran over one while they were, like, chasing. It was pretty cool. To me, that implies that the long-lasting, like the world implications of of your decisions will be certain factions will get mad at you, and they'll just deploy NPCs to come and shoot at you when you're in the open world. That's I mean, it's again like Skyrim, where like yeah. you build up reputation, mm-hmm. and if you have a bad reputation in a city and you walk into the city, then the, that corporation will realize you're there, and they'll be like, all right, get him, you know, like, and they'll right. shoot you down or whatever. Hmm. Which, so. yeah, I think is, could lead to really interesting scenarios where you're gonna fuck over someone, and you have to choose who you're gonna fuck over. Like, who's gonna be more annoying to deal with later? Right. Um, but as far as the uh, as far as the variance, like the story effect you can have, I think that's mostly contained within specific quest sequences. So for this quest, uh, you're told go get a go get a spider bot. You can do that any number of ways. Uh, at least that's what they say. And it, you know, it all is all down to them putting in the time, the man hours to beta test everything and make sure it all works. So um, this was, then the demo presenter did a kind of a, well wait, so first they go to a ripper dock to install upgrades, and this is to show how you progress in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get credits, you get street cred, and then you can buy like parts for your body. So uh, V got a new cyber eye, and then like a palm upgrade that lets you use gun, specific guns to bypass ID checks and stuff. Sweet. Yeah, basically. So it's like they have these, uh, they have these big, like universe justifications for game mechanics. Uh, once you got the eye installed, then you got an ammo readout. Whereas huh. before it was just shooting until it's empty. So you so, have no HUD until exactly. yeah, you get an upgrade for a HUD. That's yeah. awesome. And that lets you zoom your vision, it lets you scan targets and like see what they're holding and stuff like that. That's rad. Uh, yeah. And then the, the palm implant lets you use different guns. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you can use new guns, you get new new abilities. Uh, it was pretty cute. Uh, Shooter-wise, how did it feel? So like, I, I guess like on a scale. So 
there are like really tight shooters like uh, Doom or Overwatch or something where it's like, or CSGO where it's like, very tight. And then there's like more floaty shooters, like a kill zone. Fallout's like that. Yeah, Fallout's yeah, feels Destiny. very. Yeah, Destiny. Uh, yeah, Destiny can be a little, little clunky. Uh, where, where did, what did it look like? Was it like they were playing with a controller, probably, right? Because someone was driving the demo. Yeah, right? and controllers are better for camera. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It looked like it was controller. Okay. Um, that's a good question. I think I think it's largely driven by stats. So I think when oh. your like stats are low, you have wobbly aim. Because oh. in the very intro, when they ripped, when they busted in and shot all these gang members, it was just like a pistol, and yeah, it was just kind of spray bullets until they die, and it was like hit somebody and a number pops out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but was, then was later, it was it just like him holding the gun like this, and then like he no, aimed down sights and did that? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was it, just the straight up shooting, like pretty typical first person shooter. Like I want to say, Borderlands is probably a good uh, comparison because I think Borderlands bakes in some like RPG fuzz into the guns. A sniper rifle is going to shoot right in the middle of reticle, but an SMG is going to spray. Okay. Um, and and later they talk. They later near the end of the combat section, which is coming up, they talk about all the different things that they could do, like all the different ways you can play. So they describe like a one-man army style, which is basically like Robocop, stack up on armor, big guns. You just walk through everything and shoot everyone around you. Sure. And then they describe like ninja style, which is you're stealthy and you use melee weapons. You you know stab into walls and like take people out one at a time. I think. In regards to tightness of shooting, I think that goes down to what gun you use and how you specialize your stats. Okay. I think you probably could make it a twitch shooter if you spec your character that way, but there will probably be trade-offs in that you may not have a lot of health. Okay. Uh, or like there are social conversation options you don't get because you went with these upgrades instead. Gotcha. Okay. That's my that's my read on it. Um, because they showed a lot of cool guns later, like when they neared the end of the demo, they're like, okay, well, you wouldn't have this stuff yet, but we want to show it off. So they started doing that. Uh, so you take your quests, uh, you get your upgrades, and then um, they called uh, they called a corporate representative, a Militech rep. I don't know exactly, I must have missed a connecting thread. I don't know how V got this person's contact info, but they just dial this person up on the phone. They say, hey, I'd like to meet. Uh, so they set up, they arrange a meeting, and this happened like without prompting. The game wasn't like, hey, you can call this person if you want. They were just like, well, we know they're connected to this, so I'm gonna go call them. Um, I, think the, I think the fixer dropped that like, this this like Militech's convoy had been raided by this gang, so I think that was where the connection was. Hmm. So you call them and you say, "Hey, by the way, I'm going to raid this gang hideout. Maybe we can solve two, kill two birds with one stone." Uh, you it's roll one up one bird with two stones. What did I say? You said well, you said two birds with one stone, which is the right. Oh, but it sounds like two birds, two stones. Two stones, one bird. Oh, <laughs> let's team up to take out one thing. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you go and meet with them, right away you get pistol whipped and like thrown to the ground. Like, who the fuck are you? Did you come alone? And, and your, your dude is like providing backup. And there's all these options of like, you can tell him to open fire, you oh. can try and grab the gun, you can pull your own gun. Like it gives you all these options. These are just options like this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's moments where the dialogue will like freeze, and yeah, you get like... Dialogue. And they're like, they're like action moments though? <clears throat> yeah. Cool. So you walk up and talk, and then you're like, hey, how's it going? And then boom, like the camera shakes, and you're just on the ground, and there's like two dudes pointing guns at you, and somebody's standing over you screaming at you. Mm -hmm. And you're like looking up, and yeah, you get to pick dialogue options. There wasn't really like, in moments like that, it can get weird when it's like there's a scene of intensity, but then everything stops to wait for you to decide what to do. Mm -hmm. So that kind of happened. There were times where the, the speaker was talking, and then there were like barks coming out from the NPC. Like, who are you? Tell me who you are, like that kind of thing. But that, that's sort of the the D twenty you know aspect of it, right? The D and D sort of like you're in a situation. These rather than being like someone pulled a gun on you, shoot him. It's 
it kind of gives you creative ways of dealing with it, which is, I, I think that's more than like most games do, I well, think. That's an RPG, I mean, like that's what yeah. they design, that's mm -hmm. what they make, so I would assume that it's got some RPG elements, which makes sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's the idea. So, now, now we're meeting with the, the Militech rep, and everything's high tension, which means we need to take a break <laughs> and relax on a, a custom luxury couch from Burrow. Uh, yes, this podcast is sponsored by Burrow. Thank you, Burrow, for the sponsorship. Um, this is, there are many services that ship quality products to you through the internet, and Burrow is solving that couch problem. Uh, I know that you've wished that you could deck out your entire house through the internet. Now you can. Uh, so Burrow sells sofas, love seats, couches, chairs. Uh, match your style by selecting the color, the armrest height, the size, leg color. You basically get to pick from all these options and customize it. Uh, shipping is fast and free, uh, which is really cool considering that if you've ever bought a couch, they like to charge you for shipping because it arrives on a big ass truck. I think Bro, there's some light assembly, but uh, it's, it's like Ikea style essentially. It's just like tabs go into tabs and it locks into place. Cool. Um, you can also enjoy 30 days on your Burrow risk-free or try it, Burrow, one of their partner showrooms today. Uh, it's a pretty cool service. Um, man, back in the day, I remember I remember the very first time I bought a couch. Uh, yeah, I went to a showroom, bought it, took it home, and then promptly jumped off of a table and, and broke it. Uh, I was watching White Man Can't Jump, and I got really excited. And I was like, well, I am going to jump. So I pulled up a coffee table and dove it. That's, you know, table's old as time. <laughs> bit of a sidetrack there. <laughs> but if I had bought it off the internet, I would have been able to do that much faster. Uh, but yeah, you can you can basically find something that matches your color scheme, your style, your fit, your height, whatever you want. Do that all online. Uh, you don't have to talk to anyone because talking to people is rapidly getting outdated thanks to wonderful video games that let us live in other universes. Uh, customize your own burrow and get $75 off your order by going to burrow.com slash dude. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash dude, or D-U-D-E, for $75 off your purchase Burrow makes the luxury couch for real life. So you're gonna want that already. You're gonna want that ready for your 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 ass cheeks when Cyberpunk comes out, because mm. you're not gonna be getting that much. You know that uh, Burrow may be the first couch I ever buy. I've never bought a couch. Clap for me. Yeah. Thank you. I don't use the hero. word hero yeah, every yeah. day. Hey, I've been recycling couches. I've been helping out. The, the uh, environment? I've been saving the environment. Yeah. yeah. That's what There's a lot is. of termites living in there. Those old couch things. The old termite, you're going to have to talk with them. Guys. <laughs> Sorry. We've been, we've been through a lot. Who's <laughs> now? <laughs> well, they're like, we don't understand. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> they even they don't want to live yeah. there? It's just so much cum. Uh, I've never come on that couch once. Really? I, oh, maybe I have. I Isn't this, is this the couch that the woman she period bled on? Yes, that's true. That happened. Years and years Well, that ago. has to be still visible, right? There's no uh, way you scrub that it out. It may be, uh, but we got to dry clean. Well, she got to dry The thing clean. is, you just you just cover the rest of the couch to match. Mm -hmm. So, just like, you don't, around. like, a stain yeah. looks bad. But you stain everywhere. You just stain yeah. the whole thing. You ask her to come back next week. Or just, Get like, it? all her gymnast friends. Just, like... The pommel horse, go, oh, go to oh, town. Yeah. No, because gymnasts don't get their periods. I thought they <laughs> break their hymen on, like, during gymnastics. You do realize the hymen does not have any correlation to getting your period, right? <laughs> well, how's the blood going to get the out blood. of that still there? There may be some blood, though. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I'm Wait, not. there's a bunch of men talking about women right now. I'm just saying, you want <laughs> female blood on a couch. <laughs> Has a... But I'm just saying gymnasts, because of their low body fat percentage they don't and strenuous exercise, mm -hmm. don't get their periods. They have big heads, I know that. This they is do. one of those things that... Uh, I got an idea for you guys. Kay. Bit of a mind freak, if you yeah. will. Um, don't have to hit the button no more, but you can if you want. 
wouldn't stop you. There's a button for Mind Freak? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, it's basically, I just I just almost painted my head over Chris Angel. Wait, did you say not to hit the button? Up to you, man. He said up to you, which means hit it. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, so, I know. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just wrote your name over, I love it. Uh, okay, so you've seen dogs like scoot across the carpet, right, to scratch their ass. Yeah, Benson did this morning. I know, it was wonderful. Have you ever seen a menstruating woman, like palm drag across a ground and leave a streak because I feel like I don't know art. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm it's sure it's hot. happened. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, don't want to get in the business of correlating women to dogs. Oh, I hadn't. I didn't do that at all. No, Bruce, why did you do uh, that? No, artists <laughs> to dogs. Like, why did you <laughs> let that woman period? Also, on your men couch? could do that too because when you wipe yourself too much, you bleed, and then you could just. You'd also use shit. I think. Up. I mean, this, this goes poop. beyond the male female thing. I've been thing. bleeding a lot lately when I wipe my ass. Has an has, a, has an artist <laughs> ever good. injected good. his urethra with paint and then urinated it out onto the canvas? Yes, yeah, someone has to have. I think there's a way to do that where you put food coloring <laughs> into your in your balls where pee is. No, no, you drink oh, it oh. and then it goes through your system oh. and then you can pee it out. Oh, you just get a Slurpee at Seven Eleven. That'll do that. Oh, Look, changer. What yeah. what DJ says? I saw that before. It was indeed for art. We did it. Well, there's there's the story. I guess art. There's the story of the human decanter. I think it was a friend told me about that one. What? Somebody's peeing it. Yeah, yeah. Person? No, I know what he's talking. Uh, about. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a, it was a friend of his. I went to the doctor. He kept getting UTIs. Like, well, what's your job? He's like, well, I'm a human decanter. Oh. And like, what does that entail? He's like, well, uh, I I go to a like a club or whatever, and then they. Fill my dick with mm. wine. You've heard the story, right, James? And I, I walk around, and then they go, "What kind is it tonight?" And he's like, "Oh, it's the red '76." And they're like, "Perfect." And then he pees it out. Well, it's it, got to be pressurized if it's going to go up and fill up your bladder, right? I don't know. We don't know. Also, this was, you have to be thoroughly uh, dehydrated. I'm, like, I'm two steps. Get in there. I'm I two steps confused. You should go to the doctor and go, I'm a human decanter, something's wrong with my, my body. There's something's wrong with like my the, life. For the doctor to go, I think that might be the problem, it seems yeah. absurd. And he's like, you've been eating asparagus? Maybe that's it. Wouldn't it be easier know. to just have a tube next to your dick? So you get all the glory of piss. That's not. I, well, that's, that's not, not at all though. the same that's, thing. That's, yeah. that's a lie. And it would come out body temperature. Who wants like 98 degree wine? Some. I mean, some wine is relatively warm. I would imagine, right? No, it's piss either wine. chilled or room temperature. You don't drink cold wine, do you? Yeah. Everyone white knows wine. you drink piss no, wine. Not red wine. Room no, no, no. Red wine is. Red wine's room body is not room though. 98.6 degrees is how you, is the temperature Bleh. of that wine. I just want that, that heat rising <laughs> from it. Mm, that bouquet. <laughs> God, I love mold what's wine. It, it? I'm two steps removed from this story, so <laughs> it was like a friend of a friend. It was like, yeah, so I heard this story, and I'm like, you got to be fucking Never with happened. me. Like, I, 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 it's an urban legend that like I'm starting. I love it. Basically, I love it. I don't know. It sounds, right. it sounds real. If if it's made up, it's probably been done. Like, if oh, somebody yeah. oh, it's absolutely it, been every, done. Everything that could be done has been done. Yeah. Yeah. Including doesn't mean we've seen it. Dragging a bloody badge across the canvas, apparently. I, oh, 100%. Back to Cyberwatch. Hit that button, Omar. Yep, we're back. We don't get to go until you hit that. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoops. So open for that. <laughs> oh, can we put the uh, trailer back on? Oh. I really like that. I thought we'd seen it. I really like that trailer. Oh, it's a good trailer. Yeah, my bad. I was excited to see what happened in Snatcher. I, I, I will ask you this, Lawrence. You saw a bunch of E3 stuff. Yeah. Uh, now that you have some time for it to sit, is Cyber. Punk still the best thing you saw there, or did something else like steal the show for you? Well, I'm glad you asked, Adam, because what stole the show was shortly after when I was going to an, an indie games party, mm -hmm. and I there was a tent set up on a deck on the second floor of this building. 
the party was on, at, on the roof, but I barely made it there mm -hmm. uh, because there was a coven of hippies next to, and it was all like Maharishi'd out. There was like, uh, anyway, um, there were these reclining pads that had dudes laying down with VR helmets on and then a microphone shoved right into their mouth. So it looked like they were jacked in, like totally jacked in. Um, so I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And they're like, oh, it's, uh, fuck, what was it called? It was part of a trio of VR experiences. One was called Microdose, uh, aptly, I think. And then there was, um, shit, I'm blanking on it. really memorable, you don't remember the name. Uh, I mean, I was it's, thinking about other stuff. Good marketing. I mean, I imagine the imagery is pretty cool to see people just stoned out of their minds in I, VR. Quite literally. So I, they were like, come in, brother, basically. They didn't quite say that. Okay. Like, have some tea. So they poured me like one of those tiny ass little cups of tea. I drank it. They're like, welcome to whatever VR sound shapes or something like that. Sound space? Might be sound space. Uh, they're like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a VR experience that simulates a psychedelic uh, event. Oh I'm like, gosh. yes, let's do this. <laughs> Uh, so they they slapped the VR helmet on me. They handed me a, a vape pen. I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. They give you weed? Yeah. Uh, I took, guess legally you're allowed to. Yeah. Took some hefty ass hits, and then they uh, they put me in there. So the microphone is so you basically like meditatively ohm, and while you're ohming, the uh, fucking <laughs> this is the video game journalism. <laughs> the frequency and length and intensity of your ohm determines the experience you get or whatever. So I started up climbing up this tree, right? And I go into the galaxy, literally into the galaxy. So you weren't controlling this? Sort of, with my ohms, Bruce, my spirit. No, How weren't. long did this take? I don't know. <laughs> they thought I was asleep at some point. And your wallet was gone when you came out. <laughs> uh, a lot <laughs> was gone, yeah, including my... Uh, you see my kidney? <laughs> Done, you Salvia you know will do this. You can do this in the privacy of your own home. You don't need VR. That costs money. I already have VR. Eight hundred dollars of VR, eight hundred dollars of salvia. Which one's gonna run out? You don't first? need eight hundred dollars of salvia. Yeah, it's like you $10. need you need two dollars really? fifty cents worth of salvia to equate to that experience that, that you had. Shit. But you don't lose any brain cells. I well, guess. You, you might you lose no, more. Yeah. Anyway, I, oh, I, like, oh, <laughs> I chased I chased a star, and there were like spirographs. And like a choir, a dissonant choir of angels singing at me. Does it seem disingenuous though, since this is a sim? They were running hallucinations. Yeah. That to me seems disingenuous. I would agree. That mm. is not true meditation. Yeah, oh. Meditation is the uh, ability to take yourself mm. in your own mind somewhere without using your senses. It's actually, the, that's the, the whole opposite. point. You did the opposite. It's the opposite of meditation. I guess you could. It's false. May, <laughs> they might argue that it's a, like a baby step. This is this like is you're how. trying to get yourself into that world. Now. But if you're relying on your senses, that goes against the idea of mindfulness. I'm not a. I'm the whole a, idea is to turn I'm everything not off. <laughs> All I know is that I drank a lot of free tea. <laughs> you got high. Got super high, and then watched some sparkles, and that was great. They, they had a similar thing. Oh, I forgot. You're also on a vibration bed. Oh. So it like rumbles. These are all senses. Yeah. This is what you're not supposed to be doing in meditation. No, it's everything. And headphones, like they assault every sense yeah. you have. Might as well just get that fuck machine <laughs> while you're watching VR <laughs> and just have it a fuck Sibian? you. Oh. No, that, you know, the thing that, the thing that uh, what, pummels your what, what about? Pelvis? What do you guys think about this? It's that same experience, except, yeah, there's a flashlight. The <laughs> flashlight is really tight, Ooh. and they're trying to fuck you, but they're showing you terrible things to try and keep you from coming. That's got to be a... That, that's a game, right? Clockwork Orange? It kind of, I, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, like, so it's, it's physical stimulation right, yeah. of sex. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. But, <laughs> but you're trying not to come. But it's like, yeah. uh, it's things that you don't want to wanna see. <laughs> or it doesn't have to be like graphic. It's not necessarily violent or sadistic, <laughs> no, but it would no, no, just no. be like... Like a picture of an old woman. Oh, I was just, yeah, like she's just waiting for the bus. Uh -huh. She's just waiting for the bus, or there's like two puppies playing. 
Well, like things just, that shouldn't shouldn't trigger sexual. But then if you play it enough, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> You then when win. you see uh, two puppies play, and you're like, or oh, there's a woman know. across the street at the bus stop, and you're like, <laughs> do the, uh, <laughs> yeah. can't do it. Sorry, Adam, I interrupt you. What were you saying? I know oh, you were. That was the E3 <laughs> question. Uh, oh, I, yeah. If we want to go back, did you see any game? Because we're we're spending an hour talking about cyberpunk, <laughs> sure, and whatever this magic <laughs> uh, bed VR thing you did. Uh, was there anything that was like, like, was even close? to what you saw for Cyberpunk, or did they just completely steal the show? Well, so it's, it's interesting to bring that up. Cyberpunk, uh, what I saw, a lot of it is in other games already. Okay. But they haven't been combined to the magnitude that CD Projekt Red is claiming that this game will have. So it's like you could see a demo for Grand Theft Auto V before it came out and be like, yeah, that looks like Grand Theft Auto, mm -hmm. and it looks like the biggest Grand Theft Auto ever. Um, it's not like I respect what they're trying to do, and I think they'll actually be able to do it, which to me is is the big twist. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I know the game, and I really want to play it, but I know it. Um, and that's kind of one of the side effects of playing games for thirty years. It gets harder to be surprised, right. which is why going into a hippie tent and drinking a lot of tea <laughs> and sitting on a rumble bed and looking at spirographs flash around was right. kind of unique. Right. You know, uh, I mean, you've said that before, though, where like video games. The video games are video games. You go in, you shoot things, you get numbers, and that's it. Well, you know, yeah. Like that, and that's what a video game typically is. I, but I think it boils down to choice, like player choice and yeah. how meaningful those choices are. Something like other action RPGs like Fallout 4 actually doesn't offer that much choice. Yeah. It's, it's all illusionary choice mm. because rewarding choice takes time and effort and man hours and all that stuff, and, and you got to cut corners somewhere because you only have so much money and so many days on this planet to make a thing. Um, but it seems like CD Projekt is, they're really trying to, to bash it down. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of other people have tried algorithmic shortcuts. So like No Man's Sky is like, we invented a universe. You did, but there's not actually that much to do because you have to create things. Mm. And, it has you're, to be and you're limited by resources and time. Right. And, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's website didn't load. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Yeah, I mean it, it went down. Right I mean it's good, get a lot of traffic, but. It crashed pretty much. Because Amazon servers, right? Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you, Lawrence, that I did manage to get my hands on a great thing at E3. Jump Force. <laughs> it's yeah. the one thing I played. It was the one thing I played. In all of E3. I watched him play it. And the demo was oh, 45 seconds. Ooh. And what did I say? I turned around after I put down the controller and I took off the headphones and I turned to you guys and I said, these games are always garbage. Yes, <laughs> that was your official review. Yeah. there were two people before you. They looked upset too. Yeah, nobody was having. And everyone fun. is so unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. in the line. Thanks, huh? Max. It's What's that? Max Scoville. These I got games, like three nested YouTube players running. Oh, around. I see. These games are just not fun. Oh, this is well, weird. it's it's unfortunate because we saw the 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 trailer for this, and they were like, "It's a fighting game starring Namco, Bandai properties, or whatever," and it was like. Oh, Goku and Free. Wait, didn't that game already come? You know, then it, we're thinking of Dragon Ball did, Fighters, yeah. and like that game is so good. It's such a beautiful, great-looking thing. And then this, they, they all look like clay sex dolls with like random like Unreal Engine particle eff effects going off. James spent most of the round just running away from. I won. Yeah. I won as Frieza just just running, as like a city. And it timed out. Yeah. And it timed out. I said, "You win." <laughs> that one. I fired one Kamehameha. As Frieza? No, I, oh. Goku was also on my team, and at some point they knocked out Goku, and Frieza came in, and I didn't know how to tag back in, 
and, it, and despite the fact that E3 has all these graphs showing all buttons and everything, it, had, it not, said nothing about how to get my character back. Um, but yeah, these these are like so that's like a one game James played. It's the one game I played. These are all like that's the Z3. Naruto, oh, Shippuden no. oh, this is games. Getting, this is getting pretty. Uh, They'll be fun to play. Nested right now with uh, with babies. Yeah, I mean that's the idea. I, well, yeah. I just remember People walking away. From, I remember walking away from it and just being like, "Who would buy this?" I mean, like, would you buy this? Lawrence? I mean, it, no, because I played these before. They're not good. I, like, sh- people forget that Shonen Jump is for thirteen-year-old boys. Like, and that's—it's not a bad thing to be an adult and like it, but the products are targeted to kids. <laughs> yeah, so. it just sucks when last year, or like earlier this year, but last E3 they showed off a new game that takes a oh, property, yeah. and the, but they made a fantastic fucking fighter for beginners, intermediate, and advanced people that are into that sort of thing that was true, very true to the source material that it's just like, that's eh, just, I don't know. These games are just make me sad. <laughs> you just tap tap one button and then stuff happens. Yeah, I don't think, we didn't get to really play anything this year, so that's why I was like, Cyberpunk yeah. got my attention, but mm-hmm. we went to that, like, the Xbox showcase and it was just... I really wanted to play Tetris Effect. It's just lines. It was packed. I wanted to play Battlefield Five because I was yeah. curious about that. But. It's a weird thing, though, where, like, E3... Do you feel like it's sort of lost relevancy? Because like these are all the games you get to play this winter, or oh, like yeah. you know, or it's some. Still, it's still fun to play a game, right? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. absolutely for sure. But like, you know, Fallout's coming out. Did, did they say this year? Uh, yes, seventy six yeah. November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, they get the release date. Yeah. yeah. So like, Fallout's cool, but then like, I guess there were a lot of games that they're like these aren't coming out for a while. So that's why that's why I was so excited about this game because it was like kind of like Legend. Like people had heard about it for years, and then all of a sudden, mm. and like no one got to play it. They just got to watch it, and they came back and were like, "Dude, yeah." You know, and then like they gave the entire account of it, and I, I, that was kind of a, a unique way to, like I, th- I think Cyberpunk had everything on its side mm-hmm. this E3. I don't mm-hmm. know about next E3, but we'll see. So sorry, go ahead. Oh no, back to Cyberpunk. Hit that button, Omar. Cyberwatch. Yeah, keep it warm. Wait, hit the crystal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there it is. That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> so when when last we left V, uh, she was on the ground, guns in her face, uh, getting getting fucked with by uh, Militech. Uh, you basically, and it's funny too because uh, I think a lot of video games basically tell you that you can be a badass all the time and there'll never be really any consequences for it if you're good enough at shooting people. But I think these are situations where, especially if you're talking to corporations, they can fuck with you and you let them get away with it because they'll just kill you. Hmm. Uh, I think that's the implication. So there were, through this dialogue, they're just like, they're just like pistol whipping her and talking shit to her. And the whole time she's having to like calm them down and basically kneel under boot. Um, You eventually talk them into a compromise. It's like, Militech wants to know who's leaking information to this gang this, this gang that you have to buy the spider bot from. So you convince them to do a compromise. Basically, give me the 50K in credits to buy the spider bot so I don't have to fight them. And then there will be a virus on that ship that will help you track whoever's leaking info. So then we both get what we want. I don't have to shoot anybody and everything's great. So after, after like whipping your ass, they just throw credits to you and drive off. Uh, and then you meet back up with Jackie and this is where like the quest basically starts. So you go to the gang hideout. Um, and right off the bat, like they they just flip out immediately. Like you get you get escorted through their layer, and you like see all these dudes hanging out, like doing future cyber stuff, uh, being gang members. And it's all tense when you get to meet with like their boss. They just pull guns on you for no reason. Your your guy Jackie is like, no, I'm not going to sit down. These are all Fuck like you. these are all like kind of like GTA cinematics, right? Where like you're sort of standing in the middle of a room, 
and people are yelling at you, or is it like different camera angles? Like how does it? Oh, how, I see. How is it dealing with? It all plays out in first person. Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. Um, so, does I'll, your character have a voice? Yes. Okay. Fully voiced, but I, I think first person might also be one of those things they could lop off a whole lot of. Because uh, now I, I think I said it earlier, and I think I was mistaken. I don't think you see yourself during dialogue because it's all first person. Okay. So I think they lopped uh, off a lot of facial animation by chopping out the character who's in every conversation. So it's more like Half-Life? I was gonna say, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is, Half-Life yeah, yeah, yeah. 2, because it's Gordon. He's, he walks around and like, is it, is it sort of, do you have free roam when things are happening? So, because Gordon, what, what used to happen is you walk into a room, things would happen in a room, but you could walk into the other side of the room and fuck with stuff. They lock yeah. you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah as yeah. they're talking. Or you're just, you're in a corral, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Gated. Uh, it's like that. It's what, gated? Yeah, so there might be a space where you can walk around while other characters are talking. If somebody's talking to you, like it, it's the sort of thing where it locks you to them, so you can't wasd and move around. Yep. If you're in dialogue, you're yep. just in dialogue. So you're staring at them and you're staring at someone else. I think mm -hmm. they take camera control away from you. Yep. In this specific circumstance, speaking to that, they were like, sit down on the couch. And you can choose not to, but that would probably make a gunfight break out if you don't. Um, the, the player chose to, and that's that thing where like, you know at the end of Half-Life 2, you get locked in that cage and you're just basically being carried through a combine. Yeah. So, I think watch, being forced to watch a thing, yeah. and yeah, like sitting in the car. I think I think for specific story beats, they'll find a way to sort of lock your character in place in a way that makes sense. Hmm. Probably a lot of sitting in chairs. Uh, same with the Ripper Doc thing. Like you had a conversation with the Doc, but you're in like this this like medical bay, getting stabbed and cut apart. So yeah, I, th I think that's how most interactions will go. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, there will like be moments where you can interrupt dialogue. I, I think there might. I'm trying to remember. I, there are definitely moments where you can just like stop the conversation and like pull out a gun and then combat starts. Uh, because when yeah, during the negotiation with the gang, like pull gun was always at the bottom. So when they're all freaking out and pointing guns at each other, it's a whole Mexican standoff thing. And they played it pretty cool in the demo. They're like, hey everybody, put your guns down, sit down, let's do this thing. So you talk, they take the money, you get your spider bot, everything seems like it's going okay, and then because it's a video game, uh, a virus explodes, locks all the doors down. And that's when like the main character V takes like takes another hit, slow mo's everything, just like pop, 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 and then time resumes, everyone hits and goes down, and then you're like, fuck. You're just locked in a room, basically. Yeah. So then it's like you have to escape through this gang hideout, and that's when they start showing all the combat stuff. Uh, so they found this one panel, your hacking skill wasn't high enough. Um, so they found this like panel that they could just rip open and then crawl through there. And then they just go through this gang layer demonstrating different weapons and stuff like that. Um, some of them were super, super cool. Uh, there's, uh, you can upgrade your eyes so you can tag enemies and see them through walls. And then there's rifles you can use to shoot through walls, basically. Nice. Uh, there's, this was super fucking cool. There's an upgrade you get where you can bounce like ricochet bullets off walls. So you know how in other games like Gears, you'll hold a grenade and it'll show you the arc of like exactly where it'll land? This was that with bullets. So you'll aim at the wall and then there's this other line, dotted line, and then like you can like aim it around and when it's gonna hit someone it turns red. So then you can just like pop, 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 and like bounce bullets off walls, hit people and they go down. Um, um, real quick, you said it was like, you, like numbers pop off them when, so like headshots are red or whatever, like yeah. crits and stuff. Is it like the division? Like where you just hit a guy in the head for five minutes and Yeah, you... yeah, or someone's just walking and you're going pop, 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 pop until they get to zero? Or is it like, like Call of Duty, where you hit them and they go ah, or or like Wolfenstein, where they boom and then the number pops off, but then they're like oh run. Uh, it didn't look like it was any more than like four or five shots to kill anybody. Mm -hmm. But that that is probably how they'll gate you progress wise. 
is that there will be a dude with all these implants or whatever, and you'll be shooting him, and it just does one damage. Well, yeah. I'm just saying in terms, of, in terms of impact. Impact and animation. Oh, I see. Do they just stand? Because in Division, it always felt like they just stood there and took it until the you got them to zero, then they died. I gotcha. Whereas in Wolfenstein, you can hit a guy who takes six shots, but he'll take one and he'll go down, and you think you got him, but he's actually still yeah. alive, and he'll roll away and like stuff like that. That's a really smart question. I think they were very clever about not actually showing that. Okay. So uh, they did a lot of like slow mo and stacking up bullets, so it was like instant deaths. Uh-huh. They did some other like open combat where it was like brrrap and you shoot somebody, but like the gun was in the way in shooting, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really see like reaction animations. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone died pretty fast, mm-hmm. which is just like numbers would spray up and they'd go down. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like if you tag someone in the shoulder, they're gonna like ah, and then like go hide behind something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, combat AI. They didn't show that off very much. The in the intro when you bust in on this gang hideout, they do all kind of scatter and hide behind stuff. And then it is sort of like you have to flank around them to hit them and stuff like that. But yeah, that's an interesting question. So they, um, they ever show like, I think maybe maybe what you're getting at is kind of like the, the division as a boss. They have like a mini boss where it's like this guy with a bunch of basically a bunch of armor that you just shoot through his armor. Eventually he dies. In Wolfenstein or other games, uh, they'll there are like larger either larger bosses where like you'll throw seven grenades and eventually the grenades will yeah. kill them. Or GTA, they manage it with scale. So like they give you thirty people to kill, and then you got to kill the boss. Like the you know just mm-hmm. another guy, but it's three shots. Um, there was a boss fight in the demo. And was the boss fight like one guy that took a ton of damage, or was it? It was one guy in like a mech suit. Okay, there you go. So yes, yeah. but I think Cyberpunk enables them to be pretty video gamey about health right. bars. Right, right, right. Um, there was like a weak point in the back. If you went back there and like blew up a fuel tank, it would knock the armor off of him. That makes sense. Yeah. And then once his fleshy bits were exposed, just a pop, pop, and he's dead. Yeah. But. Getting his head out was the hard part, and I think that's what it, what it's going to be. Gotcha. There'll be dudes with like subdermal plating and shit. Right. Like, oh, you can't shoot him. I see what like James saying that too. It's like if a guy is a level seven, but you put thirty five bullets in his head, he should still be dead. He should probably be dead. Yeah. yeah. I just to me sometimes things where it's very, um, very MMO like can get boring in action games. Oh yeah. You know, when there's where just it's, a, it's a all tree of health bar you have to chop down, and yeah. it's all yeah. stats, and you're just going out of them, at them, at them, at them. But it doesn't feel like you're fighting a human being. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like an actual battle. It's like the division they showed. With, he's like, it's like a dude in giant football pads. Yeah, they just he like walks out there, and then you yeah. just load bullets into him until, yeah, they, until it eventually falls off. Yeah, yeah. oh, like like you do it, and you'd hit him, and he goes, "Oh, my arm! You shut up!" But it's like clear that's just because you hit that quarter mark in the life bar that yeah. that happened, not because you necessarily targeted the arm or whatever. Right. As right. Opposed to say Destiny, where you shoot one of those guys and he trips and falls. He's like, ah, like, ah! <laughs> like and then he'll try and run away. You know? That was oddly one of the things. This is you guys actually played it in a Let's Play. Binary Domain had one mm-hmm. of the best like weird chippy damage systems, where like the robots would just basically explode into chunks. And, yeah, you'd blow an arm off and then they'd mm-hmm. be crawling around. You blow their gun off and they just try to ram you. I, I'm hoping for something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because that stuff makes yeah, it makes it feel. Really correct with all the bullets that are flying around. Yeah. Um, I hope I'm saying your name right. Has a question. This is all great and all, Lawrence, but I want to know if there's a hacking mini game. Of course there is. There better be. Pipe Dream. It's not Pipe Dream. <sighs> uh, they didn't show like. So hacking is weird. There's typically like a dumb game you play to like pass fail a skill check, and then you get to like do whatever. And in like Fallout, you have to guess words. And in Bioshock, it's Pipe Dream. To my recollection, they didn't actually show the mini game. But they showed what it looks like when you like pass or you get into a system, and then it is very like swordfish, like it's glowing cubes that undulate and spin, and mm-hmm. you go and dive into subsystems, and there's circuitry flying all around. Yeah. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah right. More man. 
Lawnmower Man. I'll say yeah. hackers. Yeah. Uh, cool cybersecurity guys. Uh, yes. <laughs> nobody, nobody said anything. I mean, because <laughs> we, we all agreed. Oh, no, I'm kidding. It's a um, How's your wife? Still dead, huh? <laughs> nice one, Russell Crowe. Uh, How's your family? The there was also a smart gun because you know there has to be. So they describe that as like if you're not. If you're not so good at shooting, oh, like the Titanfall gun, yeah, you, uh, you lock a target and the then you stay like, with the bullets thing like, and they hold in on the yeah. yeah. So they said if if you're not really into shooting, you can play this game like discussion based, and then and the inevitability that you will have to shoot someone, just keep a keep a smart rifle on you, so you don't have to worry about it so much. Um, but that, that's when they were described like there were lots of different ways to play, and and this is when it gets kind of into the to dangerous territory when they're not showing and they're telling. Yeah. Um, and they're like, things they we want to do. Yeah. yeah, but they describe combat as like you can be like RoboCop, where you just walk down the hallway and shoot everybody, or you can be like a ninja, who uh, dashes all around, clings to walls, and is mostly mostly run on stealth. Um, the reward systems I thought were interesting too, because uh, I'm pretty sure there are experience based level ups. I think I remember seeing that, but it's a tie between your character level and your street cred. So street cred goes up when you accomplish missions because like talk of you goes around, and then if you get better jackets or gear. That also increases your street cred. So I'm not sure what the primary progression mechanic will be, or even what progression means. If they're, yeah, they didn't are, really talk about an overarching story or anything. Like, are you getting XP as you're killing guys, and then you you level up your, not not your augments, but whatever they call them, their, your gear, your implants, your implants are. Yeah. Um, it didn't. I don't recall. Uh, I don't know. It's like getting implants is a money thing. If you have the credits, you can buy it. Provided you can access the doctors that will put it in you, so I think it's like it's a credit street cred thing mm -hmm. toward towards getting those types of up, upgrades. Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly how all that ties together. I, like I said, maybe they don't either. They're yeah, they're just maybe. they're trying to get the basics in there. They got to build a world. They got to make sure the the shooting feels tight or doesn't, mm -hmm. depending on what you want to do. It sounds sounds really goddamn ambitious. Yeah, I was gonna say so. What they're doing. It, it sounds to me like they're making a Grand Theft Auto. Yep. But in the cyberpunk universe, which is awesome. Grand Theft Auto with stats, with like customization of character, with branching storylines. Because like, so so you get your spider bot, you get out, and then you talk to the Militech rep, and your V is like, you fucked me, and she's like, yeah, I did. Tough. Like, they fucked me, so I fuck you, and then everyone, everyone except the corp gets fucked. Welcome to cyberpunk, basically. Uh, so that she just takes off like laughing. Um, but you get to keep your spider bot, you just had to kill everyone. Um, so you you pass the test and now the, the game basically begins. You have your first your first contract with a fixer, hmm. and then yeah, who knows where the game goes from there? But yeah, within that within that bounded quest of like find a spider bot, the way they said it, there were like multiple ways to do it. Sure. You can just go right to the hangout, shoot everybody. You can try and negotiate with them. If you didn't meet with the Militech rep and just had the money, there would be no virus, and presumably you could just walk right out. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, Grand Theft Auto doesn't really do that, and that's a Fuckload of work. Well, I was going to say that this is then kind of a Skyrim Grand Theft Auto combination, kind hybrid of. sort of. Uh, do you expect any online mode? No. Uh, they said there would be some kind of online. But not like a Grand Theft Auto online. No. I'm going to expect something like if you get far enough in the game, maybe you can put a contract out on like a, a generated NPC. It'll be like bad guy that just drops into another player's world, mm. and then if you want, you can go. This is purely theory, by the way. Yeah. If I were to make this game and and only had so many resources to do it. This is kind of the mechanic I would that would jump to my mind is that there's like a hub where you can go take user generated missions that are essentially go into this part of town at this part of time and find this one NPC like Assassin's Creed 4 
would like just randomly generate pirate bounties for you to go kill. I'm thinking it's something like that. Well, CD Projekt Red is like, I guess they're sort of uh, unique in the sense that when they release a game like Witcher 3, they're like, all oh, the DLC is free. What else? What else? Oh, it did, wasn't free. But it wasn't free, yeah. That was the way they made money, right? Some of the was, smaller, yeah, the expansion content was, it was free. It, would it be the same with Cyberpunk? Or are you thinking more of like cosmetic, like changes to character would be the more How are they going to monetize How are they going to monetize the service, basically? I, I feel like it, they're not going to yeah, because... Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah, they're... There's that pride. Try and sell a billion a billion copies of the game. That's well, probably their goal. They're bankrolled by good old games, so they have tons of they have they have a revenue stream that's funding this game, and I think they're not they're not privately owned. Or I mean, they are privately owned, so I don't think they have to an- answer to investors really. Yeah, no, that, that's why I'm asking. Let me check. They're like Polish Valve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's. It's interesting because they're valid, but they didn't lose their taste for internal development. They, Ouch! They have they have really so true. Right? So they, true. they have. Uh, oh, it is public. Huh. Oh, are they Never publicly mind. traded? Yeah, oh, traded as CDR. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, well, they do have to answer to somebody, so yeah, investors. I, I, either way, their business model seems different than most other video games nowadays, and that's kind of why I'm asking. Because like, I'm like, is, are they going to turn it into the GTA Online service, or are they going to just do microtransactions for like? You know, different implants or different hats or whatever. I, I know they just—they've pretty much said though, like they'll never do microtransactions. That's what I thought. Yeah. Content they'll, expansion is that's, it. Yeah, they're kind of old school. But that's also that—that's that, like extra development, right? So they have to yeah. develop more. I mean, that, that's what they did with Blood and Wine for uh, Witcher, which people claim I they never never got around to it, but they're like that's pretty much a whole game. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's another game on top of what they did. So I, I mean, mean, that's a good model. The goal—the goal for game dev seems to be not even game dev, but just gaming in general, seems to be uh, have a library of IP that you own that you can monetize and then also have a service. Yeah. So that's what what Valve has, right? That's what, you know, if you think about Rockstar, there's just happens to be one and the same. They have a service, GTA Online, but then mm-hmm. they also have IPs. Since they have a service, they have the two pillars so it is possible that they would just keep one from the other, you know. Yeah. They don't yeah. need to they don't need to mix and match if if they are putting this up here. This this is this took the spot of where GTA's kind of used to go yep. in in terms of like big premieres and like social media hype and people being excited and people waiting for this game for 4 years yeah. or whatever, longer. Like it might do well enough that they're like, "Hey, now we have our IP. We don't need to worry about Compromising this in some way because we made a billion dollars in one day or whatever it might be just by releasing it, and then we also have a service, you, which means that we can keep financing these types of games. Do you guys think though that like the cyberpunk IP is a little too niche? Like, I know Lawrence likes it. I know I like it. Does the world like it? Because I mean, I, I would have said the same thing about The Witcher, or asked the same question about The Witcher ten years ago. But well, they built Witcher. it. They yeah, built, they, it, took, yeah. it took them years. So and that's kind of what like. There's enough. Hype on the early, and the, the, the I guess the old adage that I've always heard with early adopters is that if you get the early adopters in, you'll get the rest of the world, and it just takes time. Mm-hmm. And it's by Cyberpunk three, right? Exactly. Gotcha. Um, well, what's your also? There was a dark fantasy kick, like Game of Thrones, sort of played into that. I think that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, but Witcher one and two, mm, yeah, nobody played. But Witcher two had hype. I remember because it was it, did. it was like people were like, "Have you seen this game? Like your PC can't run it." Yeah, yeah like yeah. you watch out. But and that's then, all early but, adopter talk. And that's also people that like when when the hype is based on the fact that there are barriers to entry, 
Yeah. That's the last thing you want. That's like crisis. I'm, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this came out and they're like, it plays on everything. No, it, yeah, they, they confirm current gen console. So like, so. It, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. like doesn't matter your PC. Mm-hmm. It's gonna play on everything. Oh yeah. That's I, how you get things, it, like, yeah. I get what you're saying about is cyberpunk niche? I mean, Blade Runner 2049 didn't do great in theaters, but I think video games are a different qualification. I yeah. think when you can get in it and get a controller and play it, that, those niche barriers disappear. I, th- I think for the record too, Blade Runner 2049 did well. It didn't do, it didn't do uh, whatever, Infinity War numbers. Well, it didn't make its money back. It was, it was a loss. I keep thinking it did. No, I mean, I, I mean I if, if you count it, I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I have no horse in this race because it's no, no, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not an investor in the film industry and like, the movie isn't better or worse whether it made it money, its money back, but I think like, at least from a production standpoint, and they, they put way too much money in that movie, expecting a return on it when I'm like. But that's how much it costs to make something that requires building yeah. an entire world. And that's probably what, I, I, would, I would bet this game is on the scale of that movie. I would bet that this game is costing it. somewhere like 250, 300 million. So, I, okay, I guess then using the Blade Runner 2049 analogy, do you think they're a way to, like CD Project Red's probably like anticipating not Witcher numbers? Mm. If, if they're like. I think it is different. Blade Runner 40, 2049 is a heady movie. Yeah. It's deep thoughts, it's slow, it's a downer. Cyberpunk, it's got the GTA appeal when you're like, wait, I can fight and fuck in the future? Like, and that has much more populist appeal. There might there might be like deep navel gazing, what is humanity type stuff in the game somewhere. Yeah. Well, but it's not a, gonna be the first thing you see. You see tit. There's also a, a cost value uh, compromise there too. Cyberpunk will be a $60 minimum game with special editions pushing into the hundreds, I'm yeah. sure, which is worth five to five to eight movie tickets depending mm-hmm. where you are so like it's easy I think it's easier to get people to adopt games than it is to go to the movies in this day and age really I think so yeah I think so I think so I, I just I think it's it's one of those things where I, I know there are people who are like man I love steampunk everyone loves steampunk and people go no steampunk's stu- it's like stupid firefly yeah how did serenity do I think it's I think it's cool when people use pieces of it mm-hmm. and you go oh Oh, I see. They went for like a cyberpunk aesthetic, or they went with a steampunk aesthetic for this Guillermo del Toro movie. Cool, but he never goes like, "Shape of Water is steampunk." Steampunk's fucking awesome, right, guys? Everyone's like, "Well, I think I think Adams like you and I. We had this conversation a few weeks ago on another podcast, actually, about Red Dead, where mm-hmm. I was like, "I wonder if Red Dead will do the numbers that GTA did." And you were like, "There's no way." There's the more no that way. I thought about it, the more I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and and the fact of the matter is, I think cyberpunk may even be more niche than Red Dead. Um, which and because Red Dead's gonna have a bigger push than Cyberpunk will be, yeah. uh, not by much, but it'll be I, like, there. I, I'm I'm not saying I want the game to fail in no, any way because it looks no. really cool. Yeah. I want it to be good. I'm just I'm wondering if they're anticipating like not this. I, I'm hoping they're in it for the long haul, where they're like, first game will come Start out, a franchise. Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll do you know Red Dead numbers or whatever, and then they'll like it's good enough to support it and keep going. Um, I I think it's it's also just weird that The Witcher hit, like that it became the the success that it was. I didn't think that game it's been w- years would have that appeal. They yeah. spent years building that franchise. Yeah. Well, and it is the it is the rock star proposition of it's sixty dollars compared and the amount of content yes, in it yeah. compared yeah. to the things surrounding it on the games GameStop shelf. Yeah. It's going to be absurd, and I, I think that's going to be this game too. Yeah. There there is stuff volume still works in gaming, um, or at least it used to. Which is weird because now people are playing Fortnite, which is pretty flat in terms of just like the amount of things in it. It's free. Yeah, it's also free. <laughs> so, but it, yeah, when you when you charge any amount of money for a game, 
it seems like most of that audience is like, how much stuff is in it? And this is a stuff right. game. So. Yeah, you get those crazy people who are like, you know, the dollar to an hour ratio. And somebody already said that in chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do an ad read, right? Yes, we do. Way Speaking behind. of dollars, uh, it's summertime. Gotta get your summer look. Uh, you gotta replace your eyeballs with pre-shaded eyeballs. But when you go inside, you don't want people to see that. You gotta look cool in your cyberwear. So you pop on a pair of movement sunglasses. That's right. Movement is sponsoring this podcast with their summer line of sunglasses. I got these, uh, and they look good. They're called the Stranger, which is my favorite. I wear them when I'm doing that move. Uh, so these aren't plastic, which is usually, I used to just you know get gas station sunglasses, keep them in my car. I'm beyond that now, I'm too good for it. Uh, <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> they're acetate. Uh, you can also get them polarized, and they start at just $70. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they look and feel great. Um, yeah, they're, they're a lot better than gas station quality. Uh, they're solid. They feel good. They got like a little cool when you put them on. So it's just like, ah, oh, it's, like it's like a sea breeze every time. <laughs> um, and if, if you've checked out Movement before, probably for watches because they've sponsored our podcast a lot for that, you should check them out for sunglasses because they have a lot. And if you even looked at them for sunglasses before, they, they put up different lines all the time. Uh, typically, whenever they run an ad, I'll just go and check out their website and... Every other time, like every two or three months, they'll just have an entirely new line of products up. So if you bought from them before or maybe looked and didn't see something you liked, I'd recommend you go check it out again. The website's super easy to browse, puts everything in a nice grid pattern. You can check it out, look at the, uh, look at the profiles you want, look at the shapes you want. And you can get 15% off. We're offering that to all of our listeners with free shipping and free returns in case the ones you get don't fit your face or look as cyber cool as you want them to. Uh, you can get that by going to movement.com slash dudesoup. That's mvmt.com slash dudesoup for 15% off your order with free shipping and free returns. Thank you, Movement, for the sunglasses and for the sponsorship. Once more, that movement.com slash dudesoup. Uh, keep these was, on now. I was hoping you would do the, that's movement.com slash dudesoup. <laughs> I should. I was really hoping you would. i playing to the gift game. I kind of want to keep these on, but it's hard to see everything I need to when I am. Uh, yeah, okay, so I don't know if you guys have any more uh, follow-up questions in chat, if you guys have anything else. Uh, didn't see a whole lot in there. They're probably not going to release this gameplay for a while, right? I was curious about that. Mm. So, they, the demo that they showed was locked up pretty solid. Like, I was expecting crashes, I was expecting glitches, one or two, and they were minor, from mm. what I saw. So either the game, like either it's the, uh, oh, what is it, um, like the housing development from Arrested Development, it's just like a facade in a cardboard box. <laughs> right. It's possible the entire thing was like rigidly scripted and there's nothing behind it. It really didn't seem like it though. Right. Um, so they could have they could have cut a 50 minute video out of that gameplay and put it up like Rockstar style with just like a with just VO and pure gameplay. Mm -hmm. It's curious that they didn't, and I'm trying to figure out why. Well, they got Gamescom. Yeah, Gamescom is going to be the big one. They're, they have to show it there, right? I mean, I think that they're still probably going to do the same thing here, where they do the behind yeah, closed the doors. Demo. And then probably like you know, like Merry Christmas. Here's that video that Lauren saw six months ago. <laughs> to me, to me, they might do uh, well. I, this company seems very smart. I, I've always seen them as very, very smart. So I don't know that they want to do the Watchdogs thing, which is show it two years beforehand ah. and be like, check out this game. Everybody flips their shit and goes, Whoa, whoa and then two years later, this is nothing like the E3 mm -hmm. demo we saw two years ago. That's the way this seems to me. Because like I was thinking, I was like, why would they put the video up? If this, if everybody sees it, why not put the video up? And and that's. This is way better. Somebody telling a story about a video game. It's more mystique, actually, right? Than actually watching the trailer. Uh, maybe. They, yeah, they want the, the viral marketing to work for them. Yeah. I, I 
Yeah, I, I think it, I think it is uh, expectation management to yeah. a degree. I think if they if they put the whole thing up, people would dissect it frame by frame. They would they would like dismantle sentences to derive every last little bit of promise that they could from the trailer, which is not a responsible way to look forward to a physical product. Yeah. And this has happened with No Man's Sky. It happened with Watch Dogs. Mm -hmm. I think CD Projekt is pretty smart about if. If someone gets overhyped because of this, it's because someone like me overhyped them. And that makes CD Projekt not face the wrath of it. Hmm. So I think to a degree doing it like this put like a buffer zone between them and their own audience, which uh, is really smart considering how people get about games like this. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, I, I, I don't think, did they ever do like an extended gameplay demo for Witcher 3? Because all I can remember is that, they put, oh no wait. They, they did the one, I remember saw? seeing one where someone went out Fought like a dragon or whatever. Well, we we saw that demo. Did they put that up? I think they ended up putting it up later. When, Those though? posts Gamescom though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that timeline was. And it also like, it was I, a, I just thought Witcher was cool, but that also wasn't. So like, it was an E3. It's it's weird. Cyberpunk. I'm like, demo. if they put anything out, I'm like, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Show me. Show me. Show me. E3 2014. Yeah. I don't know if this is the first time you'd seen this though. This was well. This so this is a gameplay demo. Um, interestingly, at the Xbox briefing. Huh. Uh, we, oh, yeah. That was I, that was another thing I was thinking oh, yeah, about. This was the one we saw. This one. This was the one Adam and I saw before uh, before they put the city three. Remember James okay. getting all mad? There was no like two fingers to the ground, even uh, though that, that does happen later. Uh, there was some, I thought that was pretty interesting that they chose to show the cyberpunk trailer at the Xbox press conference. That was kind of ballsy. Yeah. Well, Microsoft is technically PC as well. Yeah, but I'm saying there was a PC. Showcase the one we saw, which is I know it's I not as big. They wanted an audience. Well, <laughs> it's also a tit yeah. for tat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they wanted an audience. They'd be doing PC gaming show a huge favor if they debuted uh, there. Didn't, Microsoft's the better partner to give a handshake. Didn't, to. didn't Witcher Two get ported to Xbox 360 first? Yeah, I think yeah. So there's a relationship there. That makes sense. Okay, I was I was just I thought that was curious. That's no, it, it's super curious, and I, th I think you you can read into that. Oh yeah, the Griffin Hunt. I remember now. This is the thing we saw, for, like almost, almost frame for frame. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember watching this, being like, "Oh, this is the thing we saw." Yeah. So yeah, it's it's maybe that gameplay demo will show up in its entirety next year's E3. Oh. But I mean, by so then, like, yeah, what was the time, timeline difference there? Well, when so then the we Gamescom. saw that at Gamescom. <clears throat> so that was <clears throat> that's almost a year. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, same demo. Man, yeah, and I, I I don't see them announcing a release date for Cyberpunk until they're like hundred percent sure, and it's going to be like holiday twenty twenty something like that. That's that's my call. That's what I think. But I think they're going to say holiday twenty nineteen delayed to mid twenty twenty. Gotcha. I mean, that would make it exactly like Witcher three, and that I don't think that that's necessarily a justification. Mm -hmm. But I think I think CD Projekt was probably going to get like what would come out in twenty nineteen. I guess we don't know yet. But like CD Projekt could own that holiday if they wanted to, but holiday sales aren't as important as they used to be. Yeah, they're not. They are not going to put out a broken product though. That's no. the thing. And they're, and they're going to put out something that has hundreds of hours of content because that's just what they do. They, yeah. they if you actually seen those uh, the no clip documentary they did for The Witcher stuff, mm -hmm. you see those guys kill themselves. And it's like it is very much a passion project for them. So like ton, I, they get a ton of respect from me for the stuff that they're doing. But I know that's going to result in a lot of people being like, but I want it now. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, but, and that's the thing that, I, yeah, it does deserve special mention. Witcher 3 came out and there were some bugs, like Roach would get on top of a house or whatever. Sure. But those are cute. Um, 
Skyrim, that's a feature. <laughs> yeah, Skyrim crashed a lot and like was bugged to the point where you couldn't complete quests. Like I, Stephanie started playing Fallout 4 again and on Xbox, that shit still crashes, just hard crashes cool. occasionally. So they get, they get credit, I think, for releasing a game with the breadth and, and openness of Witcher 3 while it still technically hangs together well and it's balanced and can be played all the way through. Um, and yeah, for something like Cyberpunk, that's gonna be, it's gonna be an ordeal. Oh, Ryder, Cyberpunk has been in dev for well over two years. It was announced, like they did their announcement trailer in 2013. I think that was just that they got the IP though. I think it was, right? I think it was in dev before that. Oh, you think? Okay. Well, I mean, you, even if you get an IP, that's still way too early to tell the world you're making something out of it. I think you have to be well into dev and like committed to it. To, uh, to tell the world, yes, this is coming. We are totally making it. I assume they were very excited. It's possible. <laughs> but yeah, people would, uh, I think people would hold them accountable if they announced it 2013 and then you never heard from it again. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, really interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, okay, well, uh, I, got a, I got a hard net for you guys. Oh yeah, that guy's still dying. Whoop, dang it. What's, I wanna, what's going on with... Uh, we wanna see Snatcher? Yeah. Back to Snatcher? That's what the kids want. They can't wait for more Snatcher. Uh, hold on, I gotta pull my dock back up. I, I've always been curious, this is totally irrelevant to everything, but when you're control W, like closing tabs, how does Chrome know which one is the next one it's going to put focus onto? Yeah. We should write Google. Google, tell me. We should Dear e Google. Email mm -hmm. Dr. Google. Mm -hmm. I had a question, and never mind. And they said, <laughs> sure, we'll put that right over here. <laughs> they put it around the trash. Yeah, right oh, next spam. to Google Wave. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, <laughs> Metal Gear. Oh, there's Metal Gear? It said Metal Gear. What? Oh! <laughs> I think that's just the name of his character. Maybe. It's the name of your character. Thank you. If I play Death Stranding, it'll be the first Kojima game I've ever played. Oh wait, no, I played Metal Gear Survive. No, that's not a Kojima game. No, it's not, yeah. <laughs> so no, I've never played a Kojima game. Wow. I, I think... That's oh, in PT. I played PT. That counts. Occasionally I'll think of things that are like... These are, these are ideas that I think would be great, but no one else would find interesting. And one is like... Bruce at gunpoint, where I make him play a game. Like Kingdom Hearts was the first one we tried way back when. It was fun. I want to make you play Kingdom or sorry, Metal Gear Solid Four. Oof. Because you'd have fun for the first hour, and then you wouldn't know what the fuck is happening. I was, Just, I would hate you'd it. know what was happening, I mean, yeah. but you wouldn't. You wouldn't have played for the last twenty-five minutes. Remember when they kept cutting that girl on the plane who kept trying to cook eggs? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. What was that? What was that about? <laughs> Any of it? I'm sure if I played it twenty-six Man, more times, it would mean something. The first, the first time I. I went through that game and all those lady bosses mm. when they broke out oh, of their suits the I was like or whatever, I was like they? you didn't do anything wrong and I was like I'm gonna trank them I'm gonna trank them yeah, all and then there'll be an easter egg and then there'll be an easter nope. egg nope like, just, uh, just I just spent an extra 45 fucking minutes running around cabins tranking 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 buying more tranks tranking 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 buying more tranks you sound like Bill Cosby <laughs> <laughs> timely Thanks, Got him. Nice job, Adam. Hey. Yeah, remember when you were the in drugs a women. <laughs> bell tower in London and there yeah. was like a hawk lady shooting missiles at you? What were they called? Why? why? The Bucks and Beauties or something like that? That's some weird name. You're right. I should play Metal Gear you Solid. You should, dude. I don't know. I wanna, it's been so long. I played it once. I want you to play it so bad. I mean, honestly, if you played it and you just walked away or did something else when those cutscenes roll, you probably would be like, yeah, it was fun. Well, the <laughs> problem is when you finish it, when you think you finished the last gameplay element of the game at 11.45 at night, and then you're still sitting on your couch <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning as oh, the credits yeah. continue to roll. Yeah. 
Well, there was the whole like post sequence too of them in the graveyard, mm -hmm. and it was like trying to hang up on your grandfather. Meryl's getting married. <laughs> Everything. Well, it's like he just stuck his gun in his mouth for like six minutes. Yeah. Do but, something. But then he's like, "Just kidding. Yeah. I'm back." Ah, uh, boss is back. Yeah, boss comes back and and, and then he, he like, like collapses like, on the ground. He's like, "Well, wait, Snake. Uh, two more things." Uh, when you ah, played the on. game, it was fun. I just didn't. I just didn't feel like I played that much. Yeah. I understand. Uh, Versex got it. The Beauty and the Beast unit. Is that what oh, they were yeah, really called? Yeah. yeah, but wait, where were the Because they were each and they beasts. were beauties and beasts. Okay. Because they would like one of them was like a cat and one was a bird. I just remember one like gets on mounts you like on a bed. It was an octopus. It was weird. That was, that was, I don't remember that, that one. That sounds hot. I won't play it. But they're all wearing like weird. It's all very like they're actual models. So it was, you can it was Google like, them later yeah. and then see them naked. It was uh, just like quiet. So that's good. Yeah. They were all wearing latex all, suits and stuff. It all started somewhere. Like, ah, I can see Norman Reedus naked. That was auto-populated. Vampires there. They knew exactly where I was going. Oh with that yeah, one. that was a weird character. Why is that image so small? I, I thought we were gonna do a. Hard hard this is hard netting. Load. If you could bang any of the beauty beasts, which would you bang? Uh, the hawk lady. Cause, Raging. Because then I wouldn't have to pay for. Uh, Raging gas. Raven. My bad. Yeah, here we go. Wait, her name was Raging Raven. Yep. Oh, oh boy. Well, oh, there's their real. Get the real models. sound like Power Rangers. Fuck me. Hold Man. on. The Google image search changed, so now it's. The bosses it's, and Snakey are pretty awesome. I like that. Yeah, there's the Cosmonaut. That, except the Fury. That. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. There they are. That's it? Yeah. What there's, do you think they look like now? Octa Queen. Weird. Dog Lady. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dog Lady was the new Sniper Wolf. Like, you fought her in the exact same place in the yeah. exact same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do remember the Shadow Moses part being pretty cool. And then you, Metal Gear Rex fights Metal Gear Rex. Yeah, yeah, the was robot pretty, fight was cool. The fight with, uh, what's his face? The, the, the Otacon. No, who's the cowboy? Ocelot. Oh, yeah. The fight at the end was pretty sweet. Because oh, yeah. the theme music and the, the life bars change. <laughs> you fight through all the Metal Gear games? It turns fun. out Ocelot was like fun. the most important character of all. I'm he was so actually of. He was working with the Patriots I'm to defeat them. I'm so confused. And the arm took over his body. Let's do some hard netting. That's why you walked away. Yeah, like we can't. Thank you, Omar Boyd. You're, you're a hair trigger on that. Uh, on that he's one. He's bored of it too. Sorry. He's trying to get us there. All right, uh, current reigning champion. If wishers were horses. Uh, oh yeah. 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 This is the number one destination to human equine shape shifting. Stranger. Uh, yeah, the gif. Have you seen this? James tells no. the story. Yeah, that's great. James. Show, him, show him some gifts. All right, sure. There's a. Well, it can get a little not work safe. Uh, yeah, please so, don't. No, I don't want to have to blur up. Sorry, he doesn't want to blur it. Uh, <laughs> myth and folklore. That seems safe. Show him. Yeah, show him some. There we go. Show him something. Donkey cabbage. Donkey cabbage. <sighs> left. Oh yeah, look at that. Come on. There we go. Poor Omar. Oh, oh well, that's a lot of. From the collected folklore of Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm comes a tale sometime known as the magic. Ugh. Show him a gif. Yeah. Just one, Omar. Just one. Okay. okay. Just real quick. I'm sorry. Okay. We have to show hard. <laughs> are they are they all sexual or is it just a couple of They're them are sexual? Most of them are. None sexual. of them are sexual. They just happen to have some nudity. <sighs> I mean, it's a, it's a lifestyle. Methods and advice. I can't remember where all the pictures were. Science, <laughs> surgery, DNA manipulation. All the reasons for becoming a horse. Can you oh give gosh. me a quick? What's the log line for this? Uh, people I have want not to be ever been a horse. Oh, sorry. People it, want to become a horse. So this is for people who this is a website for people horses. who want to be horses. So yeah. they they fantasize about it here. Bingo. Mm -hmm. They Got talk it. about the reality of becoming a horse mm -hmm. here. Stories? Why? Nothing. Wait. Artwork myth? probably. There's got to be a lot of yeah. Let's look at the. Let's look at some. Let's have a smut okay. over here. Okay. Yes. Stable mates. Oh, the donkey room. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we're close. Stay there. Don't move your head, Adam. I'm trying to hide it. Don't move your head. There's no. 
I think you can't see anything there. Don't worry about it's that. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Am I good? You could scroll a little bit up. Adam's head is large enough. Uh, I don't think hey, I can scroll at all. Adam's head is large enough, so I could see. I'm not a gymnast. So okay. I could see. Adam, don't move. Okay. Okay, yeah, you should scroll back. Scroll back. <laughs> okay, got okay, it. Okay, okay. That's great. <laughs> can you close the tab? Yeah, here, let me just, let me go back there. Yeah, you got veins popping out, buddy. So now you know. All right. Thank you. That okay. it, it was a horse in a female spread-legged position. Uh-huh. With, pulling with its panties. underwear out of the way. Yeah. Pulling its panties out of the way. <sighs> Because it was a woman that wanted to be a horse. Make sense? Okay. All right, I'm ready to vote. One, it is. <laughs> we haven't seen another one. Yeah. Oh, there's another one? I mean, it's... <laughs> Anything going up against if wishers were horses is going to be a soft volley, but I'll try. I'm trying my best here. So I wasn't soft about that. <laughs> so this is this is Nikki Crush, which I think is uh, Nike Crush, if we were to pronounce it that way. Uh, it kind of tells the tale. She, oh, I've seen these before. Yeah, they, There are plenty of YouTube channels dedicated to this. Yeah. But yeah, she does it at Nikes. Oh, is this so, going to hurt, is this this is hurt Omar? That's for the Omar demographic. No, but Omar doesn't want to see these shoes being worn or used. Well, they're, they belong in a museum. This is a fetish, though. I mean, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watching step, women step on things. You don't know that it's a woman. It's probably a woman. It's Nike. Uh, like, like definitely. Nike. It's a high size. Well, high, uh, high uh, long e. Yeah, that does a kind of like a feminine ankle. Ooh. Oh yeah, definitely. 100%. So. Run BR versus pairs. Six and a half minutes. Those pairs out there. Actually, wait, hold on. This is a fetish, everybody. Squish it. Squish it good. Ugh. What's oh, wrong yeah, with she that? She touches it a little bit. Very old. Yeah. See those juices spraying out? Uh-huh. So the so the idea is it's a specific kind of shoe versus fruit. This is a big investment for oh, this channel. Omar, is this killing you? <laughs> this, are you dying inside right now looking at this? Ruining these these beautiful is it, shoes? Is it a different shoe for every... Oh, Nike Freeze. Elise loves Nike Freeze. You can't step on that model train is thing. It, is, it a mountain. Di- is it a different shoe for every video? There are a lot of different shoes, yes. What are the, that's uh, a big... What do some of the comments say? It's a way comments. for them to write let's this all off. Huh? What, what did Omar say when he left a comment on one of these videos? Where'd nope. you get this? Oh, I'm missing it. Oh! She's not She's not going to get to the big part. Oh, yeah, you got to skip, skip ahead of that. Oh, build up. There, there it, it is. Right that was it. God bless thumbnails, huh? She's already. Yeah. I guess you got. All right, here we go. This is where I jerk off. This is where I finish. Oh. <laughs> there we go. And then you hear a kid walk in. Mom, have you seen my toy Twain mountain thing? <laughs> no, honey. No, mom's gotta make money. Very off hot. Of it. See, I'm telling you, everybody free. loves it. Right. See, I'm, versus I never take your shoes crush. off. <laughs> a smoke frowny face. Everybody thinks that their bulge is what she wants to step on. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Why would she want to step on a dick and balls? No, it's not that she wants to do it. It's you want her to do it. It's more about what shoes would she be wearing at the time. But wouldn't that hurt too? Animal, Christmas. You saw the Black Mirror where the guy was like drilling a hobo and like doing him at the same time or whatever. (laughs) I mean, I gotta give give her points for the variety of things that she steps on. Oh, the rubber shark. That's a killer whale, idiot. Uh, Game Boy. Horses, City Volume 2. Ooh, there's a sequel. Christmas Cake. Uh, Her channel's growing. Yeah, what is what is the most viewed video? Oh, I'm curious. Question. It's probably a watermelon. Good to SEO. I want to say a fruit, 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 fruit. What's but what, kind, what brand is shoe? Nike. It's always Nike. Sakani. Uh, cake. Uh, oh, cake! I should have thought. I should have known it was cake. So that's that's the the true fetish, right? It's cake. W- women doing stuff with. Well, cakes. it's like cake farts. Yeah. Like I should have known it was cake. Or Come like on. face breading. All kinds of face face now, breading. I don't know what that is. You don't know face bread? No. Oh. Yeah, it's a woman who smashes her face into bread. 
different kinds of bread, obviously. But <laughs> like a, like a, a slice or a loaf? Uh, largely a loaf. Okay. Yeah. Sourdough, French. Oh my gosh. Yeah, really it's, it's everything. She's really taking her time on this one. I've never oh. really seen her do hard crusts because I feel like that would that would be damaging. You just get like a really dry baguette and you smash your head into it. You, know, you really, scrape up your face. It's really hard to emote with your feet. She's doing, doing it. Doing yeah, a really a good job. Head it a little bit. Like a Quits. puppet. Puppeteer. Just yeah. <laughs> zoom ahead. All right, skip ahead. I don't know. The titillation is part of the experience. Now, here's the part. Is it a lava cake? I don't have three minutes. Oh, oh, she stepped on part of it. I like it when you play it in reverse. It looks like she's summoning cake from the ground with her feet. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh. Is this what you plan to do today? You want to you <laughs> get off to this with me later? Nah, I like naked women. <laughs> All right, who are you voting for? Yeah, let's let's pass it around the table, James. This is really tough. These are two really good candidates. <laughs> oh, there you go, big. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go Nikki Crush. Oh. Um, just because maybe, maybe it has something to do with the fact that I didn't get to see all the not safe for work imagery oh. and all the extra oh. work that went into these these transformations. Oh, that they're amazing. I bet they are. So, so I, you know, I understand if people are gonna tweet at me or message me and say I was wrong, but I just didn't see the full picture. And I think I got a pretty good idea of the full picture here. Um, and I appreciate the work that, that she's putting into that, pretending to be a woman and step on things. <laughs> uh, Adam? Um, I, I cleaned my uh, bathroom <laughs> this, uh, this weekend and I know the amount of work it takes to clean out tile like that, so it does take a lot. Yeah, I appreciate the the effort, and I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for uh, these this new foot fetish I'm into. I'm wow. holding, I'm holding strong for the horses. Yeah. Oh yeah, horses all the way. Well, it was a split decision. Uh, dang, Nikki Crush takes it. All Incredible. Right. I thought we'd be we'd be in horse horse territory for quite a while. I'm disappointed because this has been a fetish for years and years and years on YouTube. Yeah, but not with Nikes. I just think, you know, sometimes there's a shining example here, and we were just complimenting all the footwork and the prep. I know, but you didn't see, we didn't get to see any of the things on that horse website. I mean, that's, I understand. You go back. I think that may be part of a problem with the segment, but you have to understand where I'm coming from. Also, if you look at the video history, just in terms of upload, it's a lot of Pumas. And then once you saw that the site was getting traction, she's making money. She started putting putting the money from the channel back into the content, which is very important. Yo, is it gonna pop? Eventually. Oh shit! I doubt it. Oh, well, I mean, it's a seven minute video. Hold on. I wanna see. Oh, oh, oh. Seven she's wearing minutes. Oh! She's wearing cleats though, so yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. She's getting in there. Oh, oh god! Okay. I have a heart. Yeah, I no, poor shark. A, killer whale. That's a oh. South Asian boy. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Spinning around. Those padded socks. All right. I just wish that camera just pan up just a little bit. Just yeah. so I could see who it is. It's the mystery. I don't want to know. It's like an Aphex twin. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. So to close the show out, we got one last sponsor to tell you guys about. Uh, and it's Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron, if you don't know, if perhaps this is the first podcast you've ever listened to in your life, is a service that will send you uh, recipes by mail. And they'll pre-package, pre-measure all of the ingredients. So all you have to do is combine them in the manner in which the recipe cards tell you to, and you got yourself some nice piping hot meals, freshly cooked. Uh, they got a new promotion. They're partnering with best-selling cookbook author Chrissy Teigen to bring you some of her favorite recipes to make at home. So you can get ready for six weeks of wildly fun, flavorful cooking featuring recipes like garlic and soy glazed shrimp with charred broccoli and hot green pepper sauce and sesame chicken noodles with bok choy. 
uh, since uh, Blair Print has sponsored this show a lot. I got to dive in deep. Except for cooking with Lawrence. Oh you know? boy! Do you, and do you have a header for that? Not yet. Uh, I don't. I don't. Hey, if they want, they want a specialty dude soup stinger. They got to pay for it. <laughs> um, but I come to you, all of you, a humble man. Oh jeez. I have been king of cooking with Lawrence for a long time, doling out my ti- my tips, my top of the line advice, and now I have to admit that I need to ask for some help. I'm sorry to do that. You can't ask me. I know anything about cooking. All right, Adam. Or sure. What do you need help with? I'm, I'm here to help. So knives cut. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Preheating is a myth. Okay, those are, those are good. Not quite where I was going. I have a searing problem. Um, no problem with searing. Hold on. Except there are a lot of recipes in Blow Your Print that will have you cook meat in a pan, remove the meat, and then use the fawn, like the little meaty bits stuck to the pan. Yeah. You deglaze with like a, a, a some kind of liquid to pull it all off the pan. You mix it with something else. I know, right? Uh, yeah. Bruce knows about it. Here's my problem. When you sear, you cook at super high temperatures and you just like hit the outsides. But then the meaty bits burn, basically, since the temperature's high. They turn black because of, you're having to cook for a long time or something like that. So then if I use the fawn later, all the little meaty bits are already burned and I get like a really kind of smoky, burny flavor, which I'm not super hot, hot on. So how do I sear meat in a pan without burning all the little meat dribbins? I mean, I think it sounds to me like you're searing it too long. Mm. I am not a chef, but I would wager that you're not letting the pan get hot enough and then the oil in the pan hot enough before you want that to reach maximum heat. So that way all you need to do is and then turn it, and then you sear the sides that you need to, and then get it out. Because hmm. if it's sitting there, then it's heating up slowly, and that gives it more time for all those bits that fall off on the side to sit there as they slowly get hotter, and then ultimately dehydrate and start to burn, right? That would be my guess. It's a good guess. Um, a, f- a wrong one, though. Maybe it should, maybe it should be hotter. Because yeah, I, I did it with steak, and the steak was actually cooked very well. It was super rare, mm-hmm. delicious. But even still, with the shorter cook time, because I, I even took like two minutes off the cook time because I, I liked it rare, and I'm, I've been experimenting with meat prep because I typically overcook meat. Came out just like I want, except, yeah, the, yeah, Bruce knows about it. Yeah. Um, except, yeah, the, the fawn was, was black by the time I mixed it with the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't look right. Do you keep, the, keep it on high heat? Like, do you just leave the fawn sitting in there under the same heat that you seared the meat? Well, I take the meat out, and then I immediately put in the next thing. So it's not, there was never a time where it was sitting without stuff. It's like while the meat's in the pan searing, the stuff around it is also burning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, know how to, I don't know how to deal with that. Make sure the meat is dry at room temperature, says Mini Man in chat. I'm pretty sure it was both of those things. It might have been, a, it came out of the refrigerator like 20 minutes before. Mm. So maybe I need to take the, the meat out and get it closer to room temperature that before could I be see possible. it. Yeah. yeah. You can take it out. Uh, also make sure it's padded fairly dry. Mm. Not, can't be super wet, can't be covered in blood. I gotten pretty my my uh, blood removal technique is pretty on point these days. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> suck it all out. Yeah. Poor vampire. Oh, they remember give those, you a straw. Remember those things that you used to sell where you could pop onto an orange? Oh yeah. And like was, pop it on, what? and it, like I, the first time I did it, I was like, yeah, oh, no, it it's all meat. It doesn't work. <laughs> Dude, nothing came out except for pulp. seeds. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Splatfest right now. Pulp or no pulp? Uh, now we know. Now we know. Well, anyway, uh, these are these are the adventures you could go on uh, if you start your. Uh, Blue Apron journey today. You can do that by going to blueapron.com slash soup. You can check out the meals available to you right now and also get your first three meals for free uh, by going to blueapron.com slash soup. So thank you, Blue Apron, for the sponsorship. 
And thank you, listener, for joining us for the the best see, the best holiday of the year, Cyberwatch Day. That's today. That's I just today. That's what we're yeah. calling it. <laughs> so there it is. Thank you, Omar. Yeah, whatever June nineteenth. Whatever day this airs. So <laughs> every June nineteenth. Thursday. Yeah, June twenty-first. Oh, sorry, June twenty. What a great day! We'll always yes. remember. Get it tattooed on <laughs> weird, your body. Weird odd number. Speaking of, I think I think I, because cyberpunk fever is sweeping the nation. I think Dude. I finally decided what my first tattoo will be. That's an actual. Oh, thing. yeah. That's just the flu. Cyberpunk across my forehead. That's across your forehead? No, but, no, no. but also backwards so you can read it in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when I take selfies, yeah. it looks right. Looking good. No, I uh, I want to get some kind of, like, everyone has a heart piece, right? So I want something over the heart that symbolizes that I don't have one, that it's just a cold everyone robot has, Everyone has heart. a heart piece? Yeah, people usually get shit tattooed over their heart, you have right? something over your heart? Yeah. Two, people who two get or three things, actually. You? I star David right here. Oh, <laughs> you're not even <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> Ooh, boy, that's got implication. Uh... But yeah, something like that, and then I want like little dumbass circuitry, like just like one coming up the neck and then one down the arm. So it's just mm-hmm. a little thing. But mm-hmm. There's something else. You look there. really cool when you go to apply for a job at Baskin Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> Once this whole YouTube thing falls through, yeah, yeah. Like, does not compute. Mike, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 my ice cream asshole. <laughs> change is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to give me the change. I do not have strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Beep boob, if I could only taste. Uh, my concern is that like what looks like circuitry now, like bent lines and little circles. Yeah, so don't do that. Is not what circuitry is oh, going to yeah. look like. Don't so. do that. But what will it look like in 20 years? I don't know. Get the tattoo in 20 years. It'll look like I mean, you got to so. look at the uh, the Gecko Brothers or whatever, and they got that sweet tribal tattoo that went from oh. their arm up to their oh, neck. Yeah. Still Ooh. cool to this the day. The Gecko Brothers. Come on, Bruce. From uh, Dust Till Dawn. Jesus yeah. Christ. Remember, we're waiting on that follow-up. Yeah, yeah I know Dust Till Dawn, but I don't know the Gecko Brothers. I don't know characters. George Clooney, the- Quentin Tarantino, or the Gecko Brothers. Or Everyone the, knows that. The Greco I swear a lot. Oh, I remember the Gecko movie. I've seen the movie, yes. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know remember the Remember how, really how realistic it was that Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney would be brothers? Yeah. Yeah, I love you too, Seth. Yeah. Handsome Man versus foot fetish thing. <laughs> Wait, they have Blacklight Inc? Boston, in chat, Blacklight Inc. That's something you can do, apparently. Can I do a plug? Yes. <laughs> um, if you're watching this Dude Soup live, or if you're watching it the week of its re- release, um, this Sunday, the Sunday that follows. Oh, yes, right. June 22nd. Fourth. Oh, 24th. <laughs> whatever. Um, uh, June 24th, uh, we're going to be premiering a new uh, live event called Funhouse Games Done Slow. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> um, we're going to be challenging the uh, speedrunners, all the speedrunners at uh, Summer Games Done Quick. We're calling you out. Yeah. We're calling them out. Yeah. You guys ain't shit. They have a different runner for every game. We don't need that time. garbage. Oh, we got four people here. We have us, and we're going <laughs> to challenge all of them in races. As, the, as they're streaming their races, we will also be streaming our races neck neck. against them. Easy. Trying, beating their times. Easy. Not trying. No problem. Beating their times. It's not fast at all. Dashing them against the rocks, and also raising money along the way. Easy. Um, we're going to be taking all any super chat donations or anything like that that are in US dollars and we're going to be keeping track of them and then ultimately we're going to donate them to the losers <laughs> of SGDQ. SGDQ yeah. after 24 hours of us streaming the whole time. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how we're going to stay away. We're going to destroy the speedrunner every well, time. We're, the thing is, watch we're, out. We're always going to finish ahead of them, so yeah. we're still trying to decide what we're going to do with that extra time. That's oh, true. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe uh, read some chat. Yeah, we'll out. read some chat. A lot play of fun interaction. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll throw in an extra game. Maybe we should. Th- maybe you guys can pick what the extra game will be. <laughs> With our extra time, will be. I think we'll be able to watch 
every single one of the Lord of the Rings extended versions. Probably Probably all that time. extra time. I would agree. Maybe. God, like you, Mega you Man, know, I can't wait for Adam's run of Ninja Gaiden Black. Ninja, I will announce that now. I can announce cool. officially uh, the first one. Yep. Adam will be playing Ninja <laughs> Gaiden Black. Easy. They're doing it on normal mode. Adam's going to do it on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> didn't master. Agree, didn't you agree going to do it on Master. And he, he has to do it in uh, two hours and 20 minutes well, or less. Yep. That's their projected yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I think Adam could do it in 90 minutes. I don't do projected times. You know why racers don't have rear view mirrors? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can't see the cars by. We right. are actually going to be uh, we are actually going to be streaming for 24 hours. So we hope people yeah. come out and join us. It should be fun. It's it's for a good fun. cause uh, or terrible, fun or terrible. It'll be fun. It'll be uh, fun when it's all said and done, and we we do you know big donation. I'll give hopefully. another announcement. I am going to play Cool Spot. Oh, you calling wow. Cool Spot? Announcements just don't cool stop. Spot. I thought that was going to be wait until the very end, but that's going to be. What are you going to call right now? Pick one. Pizza Pop. Pizza Pop. That's a big one. Wow. Is that, Pizza Pop. Is that a game? Yeah, yeah 100%. Going that's a I'm game. Just making words up. Now. Pizza Pie is at 2 a.m. or something. That's, we still have two Rocket Night games up for grabs. Yep. Runners will be announced <laughs> soon. Lawrence, what do you uh, want to play? Uh, I don't know. Tetris is that in there? No. no. Damn, it's not. Shit. Pick a pick one on the list. I don't know what the Please list is. Please take this seriously. Sorry. Uh, there's a Sparkster game. If you want a Sparkster. No. You are making no. What does Elise want? Well, there's a Legend of Zelda game on there. Yeah. Majora's nice. Mask. Uh, James, yep. I'll ask the question that everyone always asks. Uh, is this going to be on YouTube, RT.com? Where where Good can question. we watch this? We're going to stream it everywhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> YouTube <laughs> especially. YouTube, uh, YouTube, and then I imagine we'll, we'll, put RT we'll also do it on Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and how? if I can't make it, how can I watch it later? We could put the VOD up. Yeah, we're gonna we'll try and put the VOD up. Yeah, I guess that's just easy. the whole thing yeah, afterwards, or we just chunk them out. Oh yeah, we could do it game by game too. Game by game, maybe that, but that'll probably go up on roosterteeth.com. Yeah, because we don't want to spam our channel with a bunch of those super because they're gonna be so fast three minute videos. It's gonna it's gonna <laughs> wait. Hold on, how many? How what? Look at look at the views you're gonna leave behind. Views. With it. Where are they? 52,000? Well, actually, that's a lot more than that's I thought. That was a lot of views. <laughs> okay, I thought it was going to be like 2,000. No, but we just don't want to spam the channel because like, we're going to be finishing them. The graphics the next we'll just move right on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, we may I, we may put them up on roosterteeth.com, but for free. Yeah, yeah. So not for first members, but just for free yeah. on the yeah, Watchable yeah. on RT. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I can't wait here. to destroy those losers from SGVQ. They think they're so yeah. cool. They think they're so good. Them and their causes. <laughs> Keep in mind, they only have to run one game. We got to do... 25? All At the end, we may be picking up 10, 15 games each. That's true. To get through. So. We, we don't get to do it in no fancy hotel lobby. No. <laughs> Herculean. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. Please tune in for that. That's this coming Sunday, uh, June 24th. 24th. Yep. yep. Through 25th. <laughs> uh, and we're starting when they start, right? What is it, 11 a.m.? 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Pacific Coast time is when we'll be starting. Man, I can't and wait. And the last, the last game that we'll be beating them in, I think, ends around 9.50 the following morning. And then that's a Monday. It's yeah. a Monday morning, yeah. We get to work. Well, we'll no, go. I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah, we'll take go. A, <laughs> take a nap. Yeah. All right. All right, thanks for everybody for watching Dude Soup this week. Um, if you have any follow-up questions, you know, shoot them to me or anyone else. I usually keep an eye on the comments, keep an eye on Twitter, all that stuff. I'll answer them to the best of my ability. Um, yeah, so thank you for watching. Um, thank you for being a first member if you are, and maybe look into it if you aren't. We're trying to do more cool stuff there, uh, trying to make it worth it. So they got a seven-day free trial. You can check that out at bit.ly slash rtfirst. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. And if you're watching live, stay tuned for the Dude Soup post-show. 
I got some fun comments to read this week. So that'll be cool. <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye.